Welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast. Yay! The third episode. The third episode. Soon we have to stop saying this because it's going to be like episode 461. We can, we can do Roman numerals. Oh, that's How far confusing. can you do Roman numerals? Not far. <laughs> I was just saying that that is very useless. What a useless skill they taught us. Well, it wasn't useless back in Rome. No one lives in Rome right now in the olden days of... I guess, right. I, I guess we could have used it. If you want to know what Super Bowl it is, you need to know because that's how they do oh, it. That's true. It's like XL what? It's like VLX. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't do it. No. no, this is too confusing. No. Um, you... Yes. We're out I, and about. me... First of all, you can tell I really take this show seriously because I'm wearing pants. <laughs> wow. Okay? I'm taking it seriously. I don't, wear, I don't wear pants very often these days. Oh, but I am today. This is a TMI. This is, this is like the highlight of my week. Put, you put pants on. I put some on. pants on, yes. You like went to the studio. No, I'm wearing, I'm I'm not, I'm wearing something. I'm not just like pantsless. I'm wearing, you know, shorts. But P- pajami pants? No. I usually just wear shorts as the right equilibrium for me. You don't have pajami pants? I mean, I wear those to bed. Really? Sure. Pajami pants? Yeah. Like a full set? Are we getting too deep? With like a hat <laughs> getting, and like that little candle. We're getting and a little, like, yeah, I have my stocking cap you're, you're like, and the candle. You're like yes. heading to bed at like 7 o'clock. Yes, and I use that weird like reverse thimble thing to put it to out. Put I, don't, it out. I don't blow into it. And then like, but you wake up at like 4 a.m. because you're 90 years old. Yes, anyhow. Uh, <laughs> I had a little, I went on a little getaway this weekend. You did? Uh, I went up to How wine fun? country, which is very fun. Again, a great place to live california we like it you here get to go to yeah. wine country on a weekend trip right. so <laughs> we like it here yes. so that was cool it's like great you got this getaway this nice place mm. but on the other hand uh, Ooh, I felt a little, you were you were gonna get behind i felt a little twinge because it's like oh boy i've been playing horizon point at you but elden ring just came out like what mm-hmm. am i gonna do and then everybody this weekend was like playing those two games and talking but you don't want to be left behind you don't want to have the fomo no um <clears throat> so you know i, di- I didn't want to go Full on and bring the it's PS5 big. with me. It's a <laughs> little like massive for your 48-hour jaunt. It's a, it's a big boy. Country. So um, yeah. I brought. I have this thing called the Backbone. Yeah, which I really like. And I so PlayStation Remote Play has been like my white whale for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember it started when we were playing Destiny, Destiny. first Destiny. Yeah, I was and you like, had PSP, right? Well, it's that it's gone through many iterations. I was like, you know, I just like to be you. able to play this in different places and not just the TV. Mm-hmm. So you want to play it in bed or somewhere else. So I got, I got, no, I didn't get a PS, I got a Vita. Oh, that's right. Just for that. <laughs> what a loser. And that didn't work. Oh, we actually have a question about the Vita later on. It's going to be a Vita-heavy <laughs> show. You really fell for it. The Vita episode. <laughs> no, I was like, well, you know, me and the three other people that bought a Vita. That's right. Um, so that didn't work. I think I had an internet issue at the time. where. Yeah, it, we would try to play. You would drop all the time. Yeah. Then I wasn't inviting you to these raids anymore. You excluded me? I did because you were unable to perform. Oh my gosh, the revelations are already coming fast. If you can't, um, very serious. I got limited time to get these hot right. items. So. so the PSP, or excuse me, the Vita didn't work, and I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then um, I forget what one was. Oh, it was uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh yeah, I got back into it. I was like, you know, this is a big. This is it. This is a big game. <laughs> um, I really want to so try good. this again. And, and, and now you see like, oh, the people are playing it with these different sorts of like shells that you can put yeah, on yeah. the controller because mm-hmm. you can sync the controller to your phone right. and because play it that way. Because you yeah. need a good interface for you that. Just do the remote so, um, 
I did that, but the, the shells are not good. It's like the, the phone's like falling around, slipping around. Yeah. And I also didn't like having to sync the controller every, time. every single time. Yeah. That got to be a bit old. It's like, am I synced to the system? Am I synced to the and phone? And every time you want to go back and forth, yeah. it's kind of I was a like, pain. I don't, but, I don't yeah. need this. Um, you really come to appreciate the Switch when you're trying to just do something simple like this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's actually not that simple. But anyhow, but then I heard about, oh, people are like, oh, we got this thing called the Backbone. We love yeah. this. Um, I never even heard of this until you started looking into it's it. It's relatively new, I think, but I saw a lot of people like really, you know, I swear by this thing. Mm -hmm. So um, like, okay. I made the splurge. It's a little pricey. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, for but, like a shell for your phone. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. like a full on controller, you know, proper controller yeah. that your phone goes into and it plugs into it's the phone. it's very solid, which is good. Oh, yeah. This thing is so well made and it feels like a proper, like almost like a first party yeah. controller quality. Yeah. And this solved all my problems. And you said that when you got a new iPhone, they they gave you like the new part. This too. was amazing. Yeah, so that's so cool. So that was something I was a little worried about. I was like, well, you know, they're always putting out these new phones. What yeah. happens when the next one comes out? If and you they don't want it to like size? like hit the camera right. or like not fit right. anymore. So this one, I mean, this this phone is pretty similar to the other one, but it doesn't fit quite as well as the last one. And what they did was they like, for free, we will send you this little adapter thing, or mm -hmm. you can 3D print it yourself. I know, I thought that was so cool. <clears throat> Which is super cool. Yeah, what a great so it, idea. It fits perfectly. I love this thing. Um, Saved your so weekend was, of FOMO. So I was playing all sorts of Elden Ring. Yeah, you were able perfectly. to play. You, you, you need internet. It though. does require, yeah. so, so you know, I was away. So you, the internet in my house had to work to beam it out to me. And then, and the, then internet the internet where you were in the place I was yeah. had to Good work. Good thing you had internet. So that there's a really sad. So there's a couple <laughs> different factors at play, but yeah. I was so happy that, that I could it worked, keep playing right? out. Yeah. yeah. I did a little <laughs> remote play myself because I, oh. you know, I, I shared a little bit about my home setup for... Yeah my gaming and I usually play on my big projector at night, but there are times when I do want to play in the middle of the day and then if it's too bright in my living room. I would room, never use a projector for that very reason. That That's the only drawback. I mean, you can see it like 80% of the day, but there's like yeah. that afternoon time where the sun just like beams into my right, house right. and I'm like, okay, I can't see anything. Yeah. But I, I just basically did remote play on my desktop computer. Yeah. And it worked great. Right. So. I, I was like, oh, this is perfect yeah. like, if I wanted to. Yeah, and I haven't tried it with uh, xCloud, I think is what it's called, the Xbox yeah. version. I've tried that too. Um, it looks, but it I'm looks, sure it would be the same, looks and works the same great. deal. So. Yeah. Way to go, technology. Yay, technology. Yeah. Everything worked sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Some, somehow, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm glad that you're able to keep up because we have lots of things to talk about with games. Don't want to get left behind again. Yes, we have a really fun show today. We are coming up on the Switch anniversary. It's amazing. Five so, years. Yeah, so we're going to tell you all the secrets of We were there. The Switch launch. in a big way. Yes, we have a lot of stories yeah. around that. So we're going to we're going to get into that. Um, we are so excited. Last week was actually our first week of like our I guess our regular a regular schedule. schedule. Yeah. yeah, so we had our Wednesday episode that um, went live early for our Patreon yeah. members. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for, um... <laughs> I saw that mirror moving. Well, yet again, I will be getting up stand in the middle Should of I the stand episode. up? No, I no. can't stand up. No. I can't stand up. Do not stand up. I'll be right back. We'll be right Please back. Please explain to the good people what's happening. So, as we noted last week, because Kit is very paranoid, we have a mirror that is on a windowsill where we can see if the camera is still recording. Good? Yes, okay. I can I can see it. Perfect. And that mirror slowly fell off the windowsill. I was like, what's happening here? One day we'll show the mirror. The mirror is cool. It's a rupee mirror, actually. 
It's an amazing mirror. It's a, you gave me that mirror. I know. It's very nice. Um, but yeah, right. that is the that is the technology that we have in the studio. Right. You're in charge of keeping an eye on that now. Okay. All right. All right. Good stuff. Anyhow. As I was saying, thank you to all of our wonderful Patreon members. We love you. Are supporting us who are part of our beautiful Patreon making family, it happen. making the show happen, making Kit stand up to adjust mirrors in the in the room. I love standing up. That's I do love. That's it. what you're you signed up for. Yeah, guys, thank you. <laughs> um, but yes, you will again continue to get these episodes early. We're also exploring lots of other Patreon ideas. I know there's been yeah chit chat. Cheaty chat about Discord. We're thinking about that in a big way. Seriously, um, more tears. Yes, yes, yes. All of that. We're we're we're, we're rolling it out. Just see, you, see, you don't have access to the Patreon. Only I have the access. Don't tell them that. No, why not? Because it's a secret. No, it's not. We have this Patreon account where Kit linked his stuff, but I can't see no, it. So I'm I, just like a poor schmo. Maybe I want like, it that way. Well, put, put, me, put some money in. I, maybe I should, get the I should join yeah. my own You Patreon. want to see what I'm posting there? You put the money in. Maybe just, like, just like anybody else. Just like else, everybody yeah. else. Um, you, like, you like start like a $100 tier and not have to like put in for yeah. it because I need to see the stuff. Um, it's quite yes. a few Nintendo folks. Uh, on the, on the old Patreon. Yes, our I Nintendo did, friends notice, yes. are very supportive. We love you. They Thank miss you. us. We miss you. Yeah. Actually, we don't really miss you because we talk all the time. Oh, so we don't really... That was a close call. Like, we, we're all still friends. I wasn't sure where that was going. You really get, like, tripped up with these kinds of things. You could have a faux pas. There's and no I would faux... And I would have to deal with it. There's the fallout. No faux pas. I'm I'd have to go into damage control. Our Nintendo friends are, are talking to us daily, hourly, <laughs> minutely... minutely Oh, Even great. At yeah. least you're talking to me. Maybe they're not not talking to you. Maybe that's why you had I that reaction. To, I talked to some of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. All so right. yeah, Patreon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. If you want to join Patreon, of course, we'll put the link here for you to click on Very to join to our do. Patreon family. Yeah. And yeah, we're we're hoping to roll out some fun new Patreon features very very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shall we get into the story time? We shall. We shall. <laughs> Uh, again, we are super excited this week because it is almost the... What anniversary is it now? This is the fifth the anniversary. fifth anniversary. I like lose track of time. Well, it like blurs in my mind. 2017 and it's 2022. Five years on the dot. Math. This week. This week. Yeah, this is it. I can't believe it that it's been... It has really Five flown. years has really flown by and so much has <laughs> changed in five, five years. Yeah. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. It's one of those things where it feels like Time has flown, but no time has passed at all. Oh, no, your voice. <clears throat> Don't worry about me. Are you okay? <clears throat> I'm just fine. Pat you on the back here? Wow, whap me. No. Ah! <laughs> I didn't ask for that. Um, yeah, it really does feel like time has, has really flown by. But um, you and I were both there uh, for Switch is, Switch is Launch. That's a really hard thing to say. Nintendo Switch is Launch in a, yeah, in a really big way. And, and the really fun thing is that you and I were doing completely different things right. for once, which is really, doesn't really happen very often. We were often. separated. We were. We, there was so much to do. We had to do different things. Like they had to like split us up to yeah. do different things, which is kind of crazy because usually you and I are doing the same launches. We're usually at the same events together. We're working on the same things together. But this time it was like, you were doing something completely different than well, I was doing. Well, so you were the public relations lead for Switch hardware, hardware. Yeah. overall, which is, I mean, congratulations. I guess. I don't know <laughs> and why. Then, 
And then I was in this interesting role where I was kind of like coordinating all the marketing for Breath of the Wild. But the, the global right. marketing league, So it was... Which is a really interesting role, actually. Right, because, you know, you have to remember, it's like, all right, well, somebody's got to think of, like, how to get this hardware out there. But then mm -hmm. there's all these games, too, that need yeah. all this attention as these well. These crazy, awesome, triple A... Just the best game ever. Best game yeah. ever. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit about this. But, like, yeah. but not only were you the lead on, on the Nintendo of America side, you were the global lead. So, like, and, like, Japan, Europe, yeah. like, all of those, everybody was, like, looking to you to, like, put all the pieces together, which is, like, how do you do that? Yeah, that was a very <laughs> interesting, hard, that was a very uh, interesting um, role to have. But, yeah. yeah, that meant that we were, you know, often apart doing Completely other stuff. different things, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, the, so it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, something I like about Star Wars movies is in, like, the big finale. It's like, oh, now we're in this scene, and there's crazy thing happening there, and now we flash over yeah. to this other place. There's, like, a oh, heist happening on it, this side. And you're, like, going back and forth, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like. Totally opposite ends of the country, too, geographically. Right. It was, like, insane. Yeah. But um, to rewind a little bit back, um, that's what we were doing, but where the company was with with switch just switches launch I, I can't say this like the sentence it sounds what? weird switches launch it sounds weird to me launch like... of the switch oh whoa the Better. switch console tm <laughs> <laughs> the nintendo switch console tm these legal lines will haunt people me people are gonna come <laughs> get my you. dreams yeah um but where the company was was pretty interesting too because we were just coming out of that like wii u yeah era where certainly like the mood was a little bit more like stoic yeah. you know wii u was tough time it was a challenge and we were like i think everybody collectively at nintendo whether it was you know on our team or just in general people were just like ready, ready. to go yeah. like let's move on yeah. and like yeah. let's ring in this new era so there was like very palpable electric excitement yeah. in the air i felt like and with that came like sort of this like brazenness that I haven't seen from uh. Nintendo in, a, in the past, which like, let's like do all these crazy PR stunts. Like right, we're right. willing to like spend this marketing dollars to like do something insane, which is like yeah. very not Nintendo. Cause usually they're like very like, you know, conservative. Yeah. We don't do a lot of crazy stuff. Everything is pretty like typical. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because everyone was like, we need to come out of this Wii U era in a big way with Switch. We're going to be willing to like put it all out there, yeah. which was super cool. Like yeah. I felt, it just felt like this like opportunity to do something insane. And like, this is like your chance to like actually, you know, do something yeah. like, really cool. And there was a very big change in the way that we like showed the product, you know, before mm -hmm. it would have been like this kind of like. 3D flyover is like, well, this has a 6.2 inch screen and yeah. we've got four buttons here, four buttons there. It's like, no, we had that video where we revealed the Switch and it was just people playing it. And you just right. saw, you know, just in, in a real world setting, all the different uses. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, kind of come up with by the folks over in Japan. Yeah. And has really continued to carry through that mm -hmm. same, I mean, there's been some tweaks, but that's still the same kind of philosophy that's worked so well. Yeah. It kind of reminded me a little bit of when the Wii was announced mm. and they had like a very like, they had like the Wii would like to play, like yeah, showing yeah. people using the Wii remote and all that stuff. It kind of felt like that again, the magic of the Wii era. And then we had this kind of wall with Wii U. Yeah. And then now we're like back to this like really exciting magic of right. Switch. 
Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Yeah, but that's just kind of, you know, the, the fun and the risk of, you know, console, being in the console business is every time you put out a new one, you're yeah. kind of reshuffling the deck and it's like, exactly. well, maybe it'll maybe work it'll, and maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. Yeah, and maybe it resonates with people, maybe it doesn't. Yeah, and there's this, just this very interesting history of consoles where it's like, it's very hard to stay on top Mm-hmm. for multiple generations. Yeah. But you also see this a lot of times people who were not doing well before just like completely boom. Yeah, it's like a cyclical it can thing. Yeah. yeah. So we knew that that was possible. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I think when we first, when you and I first saw Switch, we were both like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Like you, you knew right. right away. Like with Wii U, you definitely were like, mm, I don't know about yeah. this. But with Switch, like that moment you undocked the system and it just becomes a handheld, yeah. like, you knew that was magic, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. like that was shown in in all of the the marketing and and that really that like moment that I felt of this incredible like oh yeah this is like totally changing how you play video games is ultimately what inspired the overall like switch um, hardware launch that we did yeah um, that I led so it was like very simple and I think that's what is so special about Switch and the way that the marketing for Switch worked is that like, it was something that's so simple, everybody could understand it. Like, unlike the Wii U. <laughs> unlike the Wii U. You can say it in one sentence. Yeah. Home console, you can take it on the go. Like, yeah. that's it, you know? You there's do no, see, you do no see no though, confusion. like, a lot of, you know, both in games and in hardware, like, Nintendo will test an idea in a small way yeah. and see how people, you know, React jive with it. it. And yep. then, you know, then they'll go big with it. Right, right. So, and, you know, an example of, you know, in Breath of the Wild, is um, in a link between worlds. It's like, okay, you can go to these dungeons whenever you order, you want. Order so that was want. kind of a small test. And then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, now we're going to go big on that. Yeah. And there are some, you know, inspiration from the Wii U gamepad that you see mm-hmm. in the Switch that were just blown out. You know, that I think there was... Uh, yeah, that... it does. There is a stepping stone effect <laughs> right. with everything. Yeah. You know, whether it's small or big or however big or small the inspiration is, it, it, it is like iterating upon the thing before it. So yeah. it's not like this whole thing was completely a waste of time or something like right, that. Right, right, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I guess we can get into like the actual launch stuff and what. Yes. Why are you doing this? I'm ready. You're excited to relive. I'm vibrating with excitement. I want to live again. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, like we were saying, you and I were doing completely different things. I was uh, in charge of launching the hardware and doing like the hardware launch campaign for Switch, which ended up being this like ridiculous. It was insane. PR stunt, and I wouldn't have signed up to do this. I thought it was really fun, <laughs> but it was a lot of work. Like yeah. I definitely aged a bit and I got trapped in the snow and I was on the road for two weeks. Anyways, so it was it was a, it was a lot. But um, basically the idea was we would construct these glass living rooms and put them in these like really ridiculous, like beautiful As locations. we would say, unexpected spaces. Unexpected place- places. Places or spaces? Places. Places. Okay. <laughs> Get right. Okay. I wasn't there. Pay attention to the work that I'm doing. It wasn't Zelda, so I didn't care. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you made these like glass living rooms and the walls were like frosted so that when, but when you undock the switch, the walls would unfrost. Right. So it's like that whole like visual thing of like you can play this anywhere yeah. you think you're at home but you're actually in your, the desert your world is expanding you're in the you're in aspen yeah. we were actually in aspen you're in the like new york city like it was that effect was really cool i'm sure that was super hard it to was get right such a pain in yeah. the butt like 
the the marketing team that did it was that helped us with like the actual build of it. Yeah. They were incredible. I don't even know how they managed. They like built this thing and then like shipped it across the country. We like drove it across the country. Yeah. But I remember it was the morning of that first activation, which was in Santa, was Santa Clara Rita, which was in LA, Southern California. But it, but it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of this desert. Like we yeah. were in the desert mountains. It was like windy and freezing cold. Um, and they were like still constructing it like an hour before press and influencers and like celebrities are supposed to show yeah. up to like see this activation. And there was like this issue where the film, because it was so cold, yeah. it would like bubble on the glass. Oh. So it, the whole effect was like ruined basically. Cause you oh. could see, like you couldn't, you couldn't see the world around you mm -hmm. once you like un, you know, unfrosted the glass. So there was like this crazy scramble like within that last hour to that always happens with these sorts of events though there's always some stressful small issue to get ironed out it was literally needed to get ironed yeah. out because it was like wrinkly on the glass and you just we the, the the money that we spent on this marketing campaign was like we needed to capture these visuals that was the whole point of right, it because right. it was like a pr stunt nothing else yeah. was like happening you just needed these like visuals to yeah send like send around and like get people talking about it yeah. you know so it was like critical that we needed to get this to work so it was like extremely stressful yeah. um that also was the the first and biggest stop because our the person that we partnered with was john cena who you know not john cena. not familiar you're with not familiar with him you don't you didn't even see him did you no where did that joke come from i think he i don't know so what do you know about us we're not into wrestling okay there's a lot of people at nintendo who are really I know. like Some crazy are, into i mean wrestling. he was the nicest person he seems nice ever like yeah. he was so nice and just so sweet and genuinely was like super nintendo like a yeah. super fan yeah. like he was like i'm on a flight with my friends and we we're playing mario kart like yeah. like he had he asked me all these questions about like okay so with this because switch had, hasn't even come out yet it was like yeah. two weeks before launch he's like with this what do you mean by like I can do this all like on the go? Like he was like really trying to like wrap his head around it, which was really cute. Um, but yeah, he he was doing like this flurry of media interviews at the time, so like we just needed this thing to work. Yeah. Like we really needed it to work out. Right. Um, and in the end, it did. It looked beautiful. Uh, did you shake was, his hand? I did shake his. How hand. How big is his hand? Oh my gosh. He also like, I have a picture of him like hugging me and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> what is my life right now? German suplex? Figure four leg lock? Like, would you suplex me? These please? are just some germs. These are some wrestling terms I know that I'm listing right now. I only know it from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Pile driver? Pile driver? Yeah. yeah. That might hurt. Zangief? Don't do that. <laughs> that you? Um, yeah, and then uh, we took the whole activation across the country. We were in Aspen. You said a bad word. Activation. Activation. You, don't say that ever again. Activation. Now I'm getting cross. We're gonna ideate on this activation. That's, that's just a corporate word. It's a corporate bad word. I. We're gonna ID on the activation. I'm upset that you said that. Okay. Don't say that again, please. What do you want me to call it? I just had a flashback. Of like a meeting. You're yeah. like, you have PTSD yeah. from these meetings? <laughs> Tell me about the activation. I need to know about Oh my gosh. How are you it. activating? Don't do that. <laughs> See, you're just, now you've become one of Don't them. Don't do that. We took the living room. Thank you. On the road Thank you. with us. 
we were in Aspen on those like ski slopes. Right. People were skiing up and down to like work. It was really funny. Like our event. You made guy, it sound like it was just like right in the middle. It was. It sounded dangerous for these skiers. It was like this is like the run. If it's a glass room. You can't see it. <laughs> just like <laughs> you didn't think of that, did you? <laughs> like a gnat flying, yeah. like a fly, yeah. like or like one of those birds bird. that fly into those windows. A poor bird. <laughs> um, no, it was really cute. Like people would ski down, and then like we'll we'll see like the. Like, what's that? Like, you know, the big Nintendo Switch yeah. sign on it. Yeah. And then um, and they can stop in and play. But right. This was open to the public. So yeah. anyone that was, like, coming down, and people loved it. It was, like, yeah. so so much fun, like, playing Mario Kart and stuff like that. It was great. But I did get trapped there, though, because the snow, so a there's snow like a blizzard storm or something? came in, yeah. like, right after we were finished. Um, like, the day that we finished, the storm came in that night. Yeah. And there's no flights directly from Aspen to New York. I was going from. Oh, you were going straight. There. I was going straight to New York for the oh. mid, for the midnight launch. So you I can't been, be late for that. There, yeah. Time waits what for no one. What are you going to do? Time waits for no one. I think I, I built in a couple extra days just in case. Oh. So, but there was. You were, were going to loaf a little bit in New York. I was going to. You just going to hang out. I was going to hang out. I was going to shop. On the company dime, I see. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> just going to be there in case I need to prepare anything else in New York. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I ended up getting out in time, but yeah, there was one day where I was just like completely snowed in. I opened the window and I was like, okay, can't go anywhere yeah, today. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Right. Um, but it was fun. It was beautiful there. It was like amazing. Um, right. The scenery was just incredible. Um, and then from, from there we went to New York. We set up in, it wasn't Times Square. What's the other place? It's Flatiron. But it was big... not. It was not at the Nintendo store. No, right. we wanted it to be like in the like kind of kind of feel that's, like I remember it was in the middle of Manhattan. Flatiron, Flatiron is that wedge kind of building. Exactly, right? it was right in front of there. What a yeah. landmark, you know. Right, right. And um, yeah, and then we did like we had like double decker buses bring people back and forth oh. between. How far is that from the store? Not that far. Okay. It's it's probably like I don't know, like a ten minute drive. Hmm. Not too bad. Okay. Um, and people would go back and forth and yeah. they can get to the store. We had people like undocking the system and then like playing it on the bus and then like going to the store yeah. and coming back. It was really cool. And then that was where we had, we did have a midnight launch in the store with a giant switch that was counting down the time to midnight. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it was such a trip because again, it was like the first time I think Nintendo really like sort of allowed this type of creativity in this kind of this really different kind of marketing you know you, yeah. again usually we don't do like stunts like this and right. we're really conservative so it was like i don't know I w we've never done anything like it again yeah that was the only year that we were like allowed to like do this kind of crazy yeah. sort of stunty um kind of thing that who who uh, bought the first system was this the uh captain I think it was nintendo captain... dude era uh, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think it was. And and Doug Bowser was there. And, Doug and Bowser was there. And sold the, the first. System. Did the handoff. Right, yes, right, right. that's right. I think yeah. there's photos of that right. still. Yeah, that that was fun to see that line around yeah, the block of right. Rockefeller, and then you had yeah, like yeah. the first system being sold, and mm -hmm. there's always like a line of of the early early you know people that wanted er, as yeah. early as possible already lined up days before. Yeah. This was March, so it was still pretty cold in New York, yeah, too. Yeah, early March, so New York is chilly. It's yeah. chilly. I mean, this dedication to wait out there for, the, yeah. for that first system. But now you yeah. had, Did you have a Switch at this time? I did, yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. I had right. it. Um, 
I, I think I posted a photo like that night when I finally could share that I had it, but I had it. Before. You broke the embargo? No, it was midnight. You're going to so retroactively get in trouble. Oh no. Statute, my switch. statute of limitation never runs out on that. <laughs> the ninjas have so many things, marks against me now. I'm definitely like in for it. Oh my goodness. Loafing in New York with the switch with a, you weren't supposed a, to have. With a pre-launch switch. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh. How dare you. <laughs> yes. I remember that was a... Uh... I was like, am I going to get one of these to take with me on this like really long road trip? Well, that's always like the concern is like, okay, we're launching this cool thing. Now, how do I get one? Yeah. Yeah. And also like, will I get it in time? And there's always a lot of like diciness of like, well, the company's thinking what we can do. It's like, I need to know. Yeah. It's like, do I need to go pre-order this thing? Do I need to? Yeah. Just tell me. Do I need to meet a guy in like the parking lot of a Denny's? Like, what do I need to (laughs) do? Someone going to open the trunk of their car and give this thing to me or what? Like. Tell me. Yeah. So fortunately, uh, it worked out. I think that it. one was okay. Yeah, that yeah. was okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was me. Okay. What are you? What were you doing? Well, so what kind um, of work did you do? We so the launch of the Switch and Breath of the Wild happened to coincide with the Game Developers Conference right. that year, which was just uh, very fortuitous timing. Um, and we decided that we were going to have three of the developers of the Breath of the Wild come over to give this big talk right. about the game at the Game Developers Conference. And that show's interesting because we always have these debates of like, well, who is the audience for this? Yeah. And it's like, you know, the people, unless you're a game developer, you're not going yeah, you to the Game like Developers Conference. It. Right. It's you not like a public show. Yeah, you like can't E3 get in. Or PAX or something. And for like 90% of the talks, it would be completely boring to you and over your head. It's like really technical right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we decided, you know, we worked with the conference of like, you know, we want to be able to film it and we want to have a good way to get, you know, content from that sh- from that uh, event out for people to see because we've got this game coming out. We want we want to kind of do it both ways. We want to talk to the developers, but we also want to help promote this game. Mm-hmm. And they were okay with that because they knew this was a, a big talk and a big game. So the three people that we had coming over, not Mr. Aonuma. Right. Yes. That's right. I think he'd said he'd had enough. <laughs> he had enough at that I'm point. good. Because thanks. he had just come like two months before. He was from before. like Paris or something, right? No, he came to New York about two months ago. Oh, that's right. When we, remember, this is, this is a very tight window. <gasps> that's right. In January, oh we had gosh. the big event in New York where he and Mr. Miyamoto We'll talk came. about that event another time. Yeah. But that was. Maybe the sixth year anniversary. Yeah, that's statement. different. That's a different. So. I think he had just had enough and that must be exhausting and i mean it's yeah, you know there are so many other amazing people working on this game so he sent mr fujibayashi who is the game director, director. yeah um he sent mr dota who mm-hmm. is the game um technical lead okay and then the third guy i am blanking on his name so i'm not going to hazard a guess but he was the art lead yeah the art lead right yeah. um and it was interesting because these people were obviously very integral to the game, but I don't mm-hmm. think they had a lot of experience doing like that speaking, kind of public facing, yeah. like putting on a big talk. And there's like you know thousands of people in the audience for this. And they were like thing. live streaming. Or they were like, yeah, there was going to be like a it's, video. It's a big deal. So version, yeah. You know, and, and the other thing that's that's interesting about these talks is we spend time leading up to it of like, all right, what are you going to talk about? Are you working on your slides? What do you, you know, let me help give you some feedback or some mm-hmm. guidance. Yeah. But a lot of the time, nobody's ready once they get off the plane. No. You know, They're it's, not it's ready like, at all. it's like, well, I'm, you know, 50% of the way there. And then you look at it and it's like, yeah, one it's slide. like oh, oh boy. Oh no. Or it's like, oh, well, I got this idea and I want to redo it. So 
you know, we had like a couple days before where we were just in a hotel and it was like, all right, well, we're going to get this thing into ship shape and we're going to do rehearsals. You will not leave that room until and you're going to you be it. ready to go. Yeah. And it's like lock in. We're locking. So in. it was those three guys <laughs> plus their translators, um, yeah. three people from the treehouse, mm -hmm. you know, the top of the top translators. They are the most amazing. Yes. But They're for, not even, they don't even call them translators. They're like magicians. But we, but we got of, you know, of that group. Oh, I see what you're We saying. got like the top the three people. The cream of yes. the crop of the, of yes. the magicians in the treehouse. Right. And also, <laughs> yeah. um, Chico, people know Chico from oh, Treehouse yeah, Live. Chico, Chico she, I miss you so much. She was uh, very much my partner in crime on that Yes, on that Chico game. is like, yeah. yeah, you and her were like joined at the hip for all, all things Zelda, like Absolutely. a whole year, which I, is so I, fun. I owe her a, a life debt, maybe. Oh, anyhow, that's true. <laughs> so we get in this room. It's very clear, like, ah, uh, we're not ready. We got a long way to go on this. <laughs> we so, are not ready. So you know, they're this. kind of tinkering and fiddling around, and you know, we we would do like a talk. It talks like an hour and a half too, so it's not like you can just bang <laughs> these out. It's no, like, no, yeah. if we're gonna do a dry run, we're really committing to it. Yeah. So, you know, we were tinkering and doing these runs and it got to be nighttime. And this was the day before the talk. Yeah. And it's like... This is legit like cramming for yeah. a college exam. And this is where me, it's like, well, I'm in charge of the schedule. I'm in charge of, you know, making sure this thing gets done. And so I was like, well, so we can either go to dinner or we can just stay here and like order in and, um, Keep going. you know, grind yeah. through it. And they're like, eh, no big deal. Let's go out to the dinner and let's go do that. So we go to this like... Um, really good like like crab because san francisco they oh, want they yeah. want crab. The dungeon is crab and i remember these people they, season, these people I... had crab grease up to their elbows they were going crazy on this crab they were loving it i was like oh this is good they're you know taking their mind Let's off like, of this take it like a little breather right you know right. yeah so the ways that you look at these things when you're kind of in charge of it, you're like, good, eat. You need your, you need your energy. You need your strength. Yeah. But also, like, don't eat that gross. <laughs> we have another story about developers and their food where I was like. <laughs> their food choices. I was like, fingers crossed you don't have a stomach ache yeah. tomorrow. More than a stomach uh, ache. Oh, my gosh. This could be bad for us later. Um, but, yeah, so, so, so eating dungeon is crap. So we have this great dinner. We go back. And it's, by then, it's like, it's like 9 o'clock. And I was like, all right, what do you want to do? And they're like, we're going to keep working on this. And I say, all okay. Right. So I made the executive decision. I said, you know what? The six of you are all talking in Japanese nonstop. You got a long way to go. I'm going home. Nine o'clock. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Because it's like, well, I could, I could just like, you know, sit here, fall on the sword, and be like, I will sit with you until you get this done. But I was like, no. I think it's worse for if you were there because they were like, oh, do we need to include yeah, him? Right. Like, I, slow down. Do I need to tell him what's happening? Yeah. Every stretch of it. It Let like, them it like, just work it out. This will be fine. These guys got this. Yeah. So I went home. They're not babies. Came early the next morning, check in. It's like, all right, well, well, what do we got? And they're like, well, <clears throat> you know, we were here until like three in the morning. Three in the morning. Could they but, even stay? But we got it done. And we did one run that morning before the actual it talk. It was perfect. It was perfect. You know, we made like small tiny tiny tweaks uh, but we got it done and then we go in and we do the session session is amazing that's the session that people should absolutely see the full yeah. things up on the the gdc we'll um, we'll youtube channel yeah we put a card in for this before because it's yeah. so good it is that good but they really like break down like what makes that game so amazing and all the interconnected mm -hmm. systems and how they made this kind of unified living breathing world i mean a lot of gdc talks don't pay that off so well yeah but this was like no we're going to tell you how we made this incredible game yeah and they do it in a way where anybody can understand it which i thought right. was so special right. like again usually if you're not a developer and it's very technical it's yeah. like 
Huh? And they showed all this stuff that we'd never seen before. Like, like, oh, well, we made this prototype that was like the original Legend of Zelda. That's right. But we put And they had like, had that thing was like, we light this on fire and see what this, like the chain reaction. We put the systems of Breath of the Wild in this and my mind's just exploding. Yeah. Can you please release that or can I play that? That's amazing. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, So that was awesome. We geeked out on that. They totally nailed that. Um, and then that night, you know, we went to dinner again and we had talked loosely with kind of some of the people in sales at the office of like, I think these guys would like to check out a launch because that night was the was launch. The launch. That was yeah. March 2nd. Yeah. So it was, you know, our stores were doing midnight launches. Yeah. Yeah. So we found in the area in San Francisco, what the was GameStop kind of the local GameStop. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and they, they, they knew that we were coming by. You know, we weren't going to do, like, a whole big, like, we're, you know, meet, meet and greet everybody. Yeah, it was but just they wanted to see they it. They wanted to see it. Yeah. So we did that, and they were super excited to see that, and that was really That's cute. one thing, too, is that, like, you forget that sometimes the developers, they're, like, so, you know, entrenched in making the game. They rarely pull out to see, yeah. like, to be a part of something like a midnight launch. Right. You know? So it's actually a really special experience yeah. for them to see how the fans are reacting and the excitement like right, it's, right. It's, you know it really energizes them i think yeah so. and also while they were there on that trip you know the the reviews had come out so, and it was like so we were sparkly getting, yeah we were just feeding them like oh best game ever 10 out of 10 perfect yeah. score and they're they're like, were, like yeah. sabering champagne <clears throat> yeah. on the streets these guys of San Francisco. these guys were riding high like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so, you know, it was also fun to get to see them kind of come out of their shell a little bit yeah. because, again, they hadn't done that a lot. And Mr. Fujibayashi is a really interesting person where he'd worked at Capcom before and he'd worked on some of the previous Zelda games. But mm-hmm. this was obviously, you know, these people think like, oh, Mr. Aonuma is, you know, he's doing everything. But it's like, no, Mr. No. Fujibayashi is really making a lot of the creative decisions yeah. in this game. And they have just this incredible team spirit that all yeah. of them, you know, it's truly a team effort. When you meet them, you kind of understand more about like everyone's different roles yeah. and how they work so well together and Mr. Onuma of course oversees all of that but it's right. truly truly a yeah. team effort. Yeah and you know we did sort of exchanged emails with him before but I never met him in person so yeah. it was great to kind of put the face to the name and, yeah. and kind of create a relationship there. Yeah I got to know him a little bit more at TGA's later right. that year right, right, right. and then I learned a lot about him that I was like oh <laughs> we'll tell you in, in the he TGA is a, he story. Is a fascinating He's a very person. cool person. Yeah so um yeah, so that was just a very special way to celebrate the launch yes. with these developers of this game and being so deep entrenched with them on this crazy project. Mm-hmm. And I probably slept for you know several days straight after that yeah. just because it was a little tense. I was like, oh, we got to get this done. Yeah, it's always like that. You like yeah. burn out like you know for the the couple me like week or so right. leading up to a big launch like that, and yeah. then your body's like, okay, now I can rest. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but it always feels great when things get yeah. pulled off like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. But really incredible. What a special, just like a a moment that maybe both of, both of us would never have ever yeah. again, you know, of yeah. this amazing way to kick off Switch era and the different experiences that you and I had. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Now, can you list the three first-party launch games? One, two, switch. switch. That's the first one you say? Oh, yeah. My image of you milking that cow will haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. I'm an expert at that. You are very good at that. Okay, one. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And... Do not look at this page. Oh, gosh. I'll give you a hint. It's a co-op game. Look at the page. Oh. Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips! Yeah. Snipper Clippers. 
Very, oh, I love snipper clips. Very unusual launch lineup, I would say. Yes. But, you know, when you have an anchor like Breath of the Wild, it's, it's like, like <laughs> honestly, who cares? Snipper clips is really great, though. Snipper clips yeah. is like yeah. unsung here. We had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. Switch launch. Right. Yeah. But then I think, like, from there, like, the legacy of that year was just like that, that 2017 lineup. And remember, this isn't even a full year. This is like nine months because it came out in March. Yeah. Look at the, look at this list. This is Breath list of the is... Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, mm -hmm. Arms, Splatoon 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and then capped off with Mario Odyssey. Are you joking? It's insane. That's the best year ever. That was the best year yeah. ever. Yeah, and I see people now like that these Pokemon games have been announced. We'll talk about that later. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, we're kind of getting into 2017 territory. It's like, eh, no, you're not. I don't think we're there yet. Let's not go fo that <clears throat> yeah. far. Having a lot of games does not mean having this lineup. It's the lineup and the caliber and yeah. also just this very, um, this varied kind of variety. Right. Uh, so many different things for anybody that wanted yeah. to play. And this is you know? this is purely my own speculation, but I always wondered, like, you know, the, the people who are in charge of making those decisions had to have known, like, all right, the, the business opportunity on Wii U is just not there. Right. Let's so get hold. let's get going on these games. Yeah. Hold and until we'll just switch. sit on them, and we will have. I absolutely think that's this true. Knockout lineup. Yeah. Let's let's not put any more yeah. eggs in this Wii U basket. Right. Obviously, right. we're gonna. Phase it out. Everyone, I think anyone that touched Switch in yeah. the early days, in the prototype days, felt the magic the way that we did. Anybody that touched it would yeah. definitely have felt that way too. So I think everyone was like, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is it. We're going to hold it until then. Good decisions. Right. Made by all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, yeah, it worked. And that's probably why it's been so hard to replicate that from there on because it was probably a years long effort of consolidating. I think it's way more than that. It's all of be these games. Two, yeah. A year plus. Of years, I said. Years. Years. Multiple. More than one. <laughs> multiple years yeah. of effort. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if we'll ever sure see that, that again. That decision was made like in the middle of the Wii U era. They're yeah. like, eh, it's not working out. Let's yeah. hold it until then. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, that what an incredible March that was five years ago. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's been five years, but Switch is still yeah. doing really well. We're happy to see that. Yeah. And there's lots of good games. Um, this great game that just came out for this year, and I'm yeah. sure there's going to be lots of fun games coming out um, later this year as well. So, so, so one of the big t topics of conversation now is like, well, where is the switch in the life cycle? And even, yeah, you know, yes. Mr. Furukawa has been pretty proactive in saying like, you know, we want to rethink how we look at a life cycle mm -hmm. for a system. But I, on the flip side, I see people, I saw someone yesterday after the Pokemon announcement saying like, well, looks like Nintendo's put all its eggs in, in this year's basket. And from there, we're going to be moving on, which I think is completely wrong. Yeah. I think that's completely wrong yeah. too. I think that's completely wrong. Nintendo doesn't do stuff like this, you know. Like what? Like they're very much like we don't we don't go with the normal oh, yeah. life cycle right. or the pattern of things that everyone else does. Yeah. We're just gonna do our own thing. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't yeah. work. I and overall I'm very much in favor of these longer generations. I've mm -hmm. I've rarely reached the point where I'm like there's nothing left in this hardware. To for me to like enjoy yeah. or do something with. I think the Xbox three sixty had an unusually long life cycle. Oh yeah. And even then I was like, I'm still having a great time with this. I don't feel like these games look bad or, yeah. or like you cannot I'm sure developers might have had a different perspective perspective yeah. where it's like oh i just want to do this thing and i can't do it on this hardware yeah, it's not technically strong enough. but but again xbox 360 to xbox one didn't go so well so if you have something that's going as well as the switch is now why would you upend right. that when you can just do 
keep going, keep going, keep going. And, you know, we've seen, like, you know, we've had a couple iterations on the hardware that mm -hmm. kind of breathe new life into it. So yeah. the there's no reason, there's no are... reason not to keep going. Yeah. 4K Switch, though. <laughs> Where? Where, Nintendo? Oh, boy. Where is it? <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> I'm going to ask that question now. Sure. Work there. Just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. Yeah. I would like that. Okay. That's you you can play it uh, on your uh, projector from the hours strictly of 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. That is not how that works. Otherwise, okay. you can't see it. It's not how it works. It is. You need a dark room. I don't need a dark room. You need to room. get rid of the windows in your house. Black it all and you out. Just, yes. just paint, black yeah. paint on the windows. Right. <laughs> now I can game. <laughs> I'm like in a blanket. <laughs> all right. Whew. That was, that was very fun. a really fun way to relive it. I'm, I'm hope that you guys are reliving your own memories of when yeah. you got your Switch for the first right. time. So many people have incredible stories. I had two friends that were in Japan Really? Buying Switch oh. and, and going around to every single, like, oh my gosh. Uh, big camera. and They those... don't live in Japan, though. They're no, busy. they were on vacation. Oh, good luck. And did they get it? They did. Wow. But it was, like, three days of, like, lines and yeah. crazy. And they don't speak. They're, like, too, like. I guess that could be a fun thing to do if you don't they have talk a, about a packed it. schedule. They talk about it all the yeah. freaking time. Like, these two, <laughs> this is, like, their, like, highlight of their yeah. little lives. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, I love these two guys. But they're, yeah, yeah they're, they, they just... They're like, this is the most incredible launch yeah. experience. Now, now, we, you we, and I, you and I, Kit and Krista, have not had, we, we, again, we've not had a hard time getting this hardware. The next big Nintendo launch, are we camping out? Is my question to you. Friends of Nintendo, friends at Nintendo that I talk to every oh. minute. Oh. Hook a girl up, won't you? Oh, I think it would be fun to do that. I'll do it anyway. I'd really, I, I, you'll be there and camped out with the with system. With the system, just oh, to like no. experience. To I camped out for the Wii though. I will talk, talk, tell right. you that story later, but that That's was another a, that story. Was a fun I camped, story. The last one I camped out for was Xbox 360. And it was, it was very fun. It was fun, but I was yeah. cold, very cold. Well, yes. <laughs> anyway. All right. Oh, we're on to we're moving something on. fun now. To the still never a minute, never a minute. We got to decide right now. We can't keep this. This is episode three. This is embarrassing. We got to decide. I'll let you decide. You've written this. Oh, it's still there. It's still. It's still or. Please decide. Don't waste any time. We'll just go with yours. What's that? Never a minute. Never a minute. Perfect. This so segment. never a minute. I don't want you to be mad at me later. You decide, but I'll be secretly mad at you for like the next four days. This is what you're basically four saying days. to me. Four weeks. So what are we doing today? We are going back to another tried and true oh, yeah. Kit and Krista fun, ch not challenge, fun thing, yeah. which is two truths Truths and a lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no. so we've done this a I few times. We had done this a few times for Nintendo Minute, but we always had to stay focused on Nintendo, Nintendo stuff. <laughs> so now the world is expanding. Yes, the world <laughs> is so wide and big. This is where you learn that you know nothing about me. Nothing at all. What? Nothing I... at all. Oh. Yeah. You're These like, are good. You're like pulling the wool over my eyes Jedi for like mind 13, trick. 13 yeah. years. <laughs> these are um, good ones. I was thinking when I wrote these, I was like, if he doesn't pick the right ones, I don't know how I would feel. There's no coming back from this. I just feel like you you should be able to pick these out. All right. But I'm nervous that you're not going to be able to. All right. Well, I'm going to go first then because when you get this wrong, that'll take the pressure off of me. Are you ready? Yes. So we got three things. Like the game says, two are true, one is one not. One is a lie. Okay. Can yes. you guess the lie? One. The game that pushed me over the top to buy a PS3 was the Japanese import of Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Mm -hmm, okay. Next. 
<clears throat> I never played a Genesis game until well after the console was considered retro. Next. My opinion is that the odd-numbered Metal Gear Solid games are the good ones. Oh. Oh, not so easy, is it? Hmm. I've talked about all of these things, so you should know. If you've been paying attention. Maybe you haven't. I have been paying very close attention. Then I what's the right see, answer? The thing with you, though, oh, is here that we go. now I'm trying to decipher your psyche. <laughs> Let me My just fragile little psyche. Nugget out this little psyche of yours. <laughs> um, I know Stop that you, the Genesis one, I think is true because you were such like a fanboy as a youth. Um, so this does get into my Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. Yeah, you were, I, th again, I had a lot of hang-ups with the Genesis. Your little psyche is yeah. very delicate around this yeah. Genesis Nintendo a lot stuff. Of issues. You had a thing at your desk that said Genesis does what Nintendo, well, Nintendo as a way to motivate yourself to work, which is yeah. weird. But um, so then I think that one is true. Okay. Um, you are such a huge Dynasty Warriors fan, like crazy for Dynasty Warriors that I think the second one is true or the first one is true the first one is true so I'm gonna say the third one is a lie <clears throat> no Wrong. the Genesis one is the lie shut up so I didn't own a Genesis but I had some friends and some relatives where I played I played many of those games and I turned up my nose at all of them. You're a snob. Yeah, I was like, this is this is a step. This is that was me. a trick question. You Why? did that to trick me. I never played a Genesis game. Yes, I played it. I didn't own it. I didn't buy it. Come on. That was like a reading. That was like a listening conversation. <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid. One, three, five. Those are great. Odd number one. Two, four. Do not play those games, they stink. Uh, all right, you go now. Okay. Um, when I play games with character choices, I always pick the most evil route. <laughs> my first PC game ever was Quake. And I used to play the student government office in my college on their computers. The first game that really took over my life was World of Warcraft. I was part of several guilds, yeah. had a super high level holy priest, and would raid on the regular. So that last one is true. I definitely talked about that before. So, 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 so tell me the Quake, the Quake one you said you played in college. Quake one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was the first one again? When I play games with character choices, I always pick the most evil route. Mm. I'm going to say the second one is wrong. And oh! You know I always pick the good route. We talk about this all the time. Oh my but, god! But so, so I was getting. It's like, what year was Quake? It was the that was throwing me off. It's like Quake Two, because I feel like I played some Quake Two in college. In college. And you're younger than me. Much younger. So I was like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> Math. What were you doing with Quake? I was, that was like one of my college friends Why would play. Quake? I don't know. That was just the game that we would play. All right. Instead of like Counter-Strike. Again, more Quake. more trick questions. I got to get my, my, Your calculator my Aztec calendar you out here. You got to get this calendar out. Yeah. You went to college in the year 2000. Whatever. Anyhow. All right. Here I we go. I believe you got that wrong. We don't know anything about each First, other. First, I was in the room. During the 2011 Wired interview, where it was erroneously reported that Mr. Miyamoto was retiring. <laughs> Next, <clears throat> I once disassembled my NES because I thought I could fix the issue of always having to blow into the cartridge. Uh -huh. Next. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The night after I visited Nintendo headquarters in Kyoto for the first time, I cried tears of joy. Those are your options. This is tough. That last one's fake. That is fake. 
That's fake, right? You're correct. Yeah, you never yeah, cry. You're very you're correct. You're a robot. I did dis- I did try to disassemble. I know. The NES you stuff. told me that before. I remember that. Is- I know you were in the room for that wired interview. I was there. You for came that. out of that room action. Like, <clears throat> that's a story. Uh-oh. That's, that's a story another, for another day. Uh oh. <laughs> that the, 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 the disassembly did not work though. I know it didn't work. Yeah. Of course it did. Why would you think? I can. I, I keep reading things online. I'm did like, you, I can were do you able that. to reassemble it? I was back to yeah. its original. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least you didn't like. No, that, that would be a problem. That would be really bad yeah. if you did that. Who got one right. Okay, that's Next. Good. If you get this one wrong, you really are in for... <laughs> I'm tanking it now. In for something. <laughs> okay. I like to keep notebooks while I'm gaming. Oh, I keep a relationship notebook for Fire Emblem and also one to track all of my auctions yes, and yes, sales yes. in World of Warcraft. True, okay. true, true. I usually always choose a magic class if I had a choice, except for Elden Ring, apparently. I used Is that, to... Wait, that's the second one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to host weekly LAN parties and had a computer with a handle that I would bring around to places. Computer with a handle. Let's see these, de- these small details. So the second one is you always play a magic class, mm-hmm. right? If I had a choice for character classes. I think the third one is a lie. That's correct. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Again, the handle. The handle was really like... Okay, to be clear, I didn't host a lot of LAN parties, but I went to a lot of them. My computer really did have a handle. So what about that is the lie? Oh, that you hosting host versus it. going to? Yeah. That is that very is hard. just that, like, like your Genesis one. That should count for two. No, that's like... I'm, I'm back in the game, baby. Own. I'm back. I'm back too. Give it to me. What is with you in these notebooks? I like them. Why? I like to be organized. The relationship notebook was very helpful. That one, was, that one was good. Everyone refers yeah. to that notebook. These other okay? ones, I don't know. You're just you like doodling. You're just doodling. Stephanie, producer <clears throat> Stephanie, looked yeah. at that notebook. We compared notes. There is a lot there. Yeah. There is... Also game facts. Next. <laughs> I got my nickname Kito-san oh. when I started working at Konami, and I was given the email address kitosan at konami.com. Next. I've never told anyone this, but in 2018, I turned down a job offer to work at PlayStation. <gasps> Next, I went through six Xbox 360 eh, six Xbox, Xbox 360 Xbox. systems due to the Red Ring of Death. Oh my God! That's some major. Was six? Yeah, real bomb bombshells here. Bombshell. These are bombshells. I think that second one's a lie. Which one? The PlayStation. That job. is a lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I do remember you had a really hard time with the Red Ring of Death. Yeah, I didn't remember how many <laughs> so consoles ridiculous. you went through, Thanks. but six is a six lot. Six Red Rings. Ooh, that's a lot. That's annoying. Maybe that's. I think that maybe you the would never not tell me if you got another job offer while we were working together at Nintendo. If that was true, I'm walking out of this room right now. You want to see me stand got a, up? Got a job offer right now. That's what's gonna make me stand up. Oh my gosh. Maybe the kitten producer Stephanie. <laughs> the Kit Pod Podcast featuring yeah. Chris's mom. <laughs> see yeah, you later, which Chris. Which we strangely record in the house that you're not here for. Um, so yes, I was given the email address Ketosan at Konami.com. I, I that was true. That's cute. So, Konami had some interesting policies. Why? Everybody could have had two. Oh, you pick. You had two email addresses. Oh, when like the first public? was a random string of numbers. Hmm? So it would be like six nine four three two one. Like your eight. prisoner number. No, yeah, at Konami.com, and it was like, okay, nobody can remember that. So you can come up with a second email address, and I was like, like of your choosing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do, and they were like, oh, well, this you'd be working a lot with the people in Japan, and they'll call you Kitosan, just, so just call yourself Kitosan. Oh. I was like, okay, 
It, it why couldn't I just? Why, why did I have the other one? Is it like a secret one? Like the you numbers. know how sometimes you work at a company, no one, you don't have people find you <laughs> to like know. spam you, so you Look, have like a weird. I do not know. That's strange. Okay, yeah. but now it's like your handle for all of your I know. all your yeah, socials. I like it now. And your gamer tags yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You also had a gamer tag, guy dude bro. Guy dude bro. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been guy dude bro at. That's when we played uh, Diablo. Yes, yeah. that was and then that was fitting like, for Diablo. What is it? Durable bard was. <laughs> That the game gave me that, okay? I didn't set that. Come on. You did it on your own. All right, stop stalling again. Okay, here we go. I can't play horror games because I get too scared. Also, it's really hard to play a game with one hand over your eyes. True. (laughs) Why are you looking so closely at this paper? I want you to not look at my face because I think it's going to give away the lie. Did you forget your glasses? I need like a barrier between you and me while I read these. Don't look at my face. When I play the when I oh when I play games where there's a focus on food or recipes, I always recreate them in real life. I have a pretty sizable gap in my Zelda games, even though I love the series. I haven't played any of the Oracle of Seasons or Ages games. Mm. Mm-hmm. Read the second one again. When I play games where there's a focus on food or recipes, I always recreate them in real life. See, we've done that though. How about always though? I think you've chosen some tricky wording here. Answer the question. I think that's the fake one. Always. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Not always. Not always. Sometimes. Sometimes. That is a that is like a razor thin difference. (gasps) Well, good thing you were able to pick it out. Okay, so we both tied on our knowledge of each other. Did we? We we both got two right and one wrong. Great. So the edge goes to me. So what? Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did that happen? Friendship just, yeah. saved. No, what do you not... just throw this on the ground? You did that to yours. All right. Well, I've got some other stuff written on there that's secret. Not for you to see. It's my, it's my job offer. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're I'm like... going to sign that. I'm going to sign on the dotted line after we're done. <laughs> All like right. We are on to what? Uh, oh, news, news. No, 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 no. Not news, news, news. What we are playing. Games we are playing now. Oh, man. Yeah. There's so much to talk about here. Okay. It's, a busy, it's a busy time. Busy right time, now. which I love. Whew. So... Obviously, we're both playing Elden Ring, which I yes. I don't even know how I'm still playing this game, honestly, because it's very challenging. Are we starting there? Let's start there. Okay. I want to know, what is your history with these Souls, Soulsborne Souls, games, as they Souls call game. them? Yeah. I have not played a lot of them at but all. But which ones have you played? You ha- and you have played, played some. I played some. Dark okay. Souls, which was the Oh, my gosh. Which is the one? It was the one on Switch, is Dark Souls? Not that one. Okay. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. The first, the very first one. Yes, I played okay. that one. Um, I just never could get through them. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. so hard. Of course, yeah. like I had a lot of friends that were super into them. They would try to help me, and yeah. it's just, it's just so like unforgiving. Right. You know, which I'm totally fine with. Like, if there's a way for me to like really sink a lot of hours into something like this, where I can like practice and stuff like that. You are I, very stubborn. I'm very stubborn. Very you know, stubborn. like I will play yeah. Mario levels with like one health, no health. You'll just like, do it again and again. Tiny Mario yeah. and just falls into the pit over and right. over again, and you would like watch in frustration. Yeah. yeah, it happens. I'm very stubborn, but um, so you know, if if I get into that like mindset, I feel like I would like like just gut my way through it. Yeah. But I just none of them really clicked with me, honestly. Like I just never got to that point where I'm like, this is actually fun for me to keep. Yeah. Like dying and trying to get better. Um, except for Elden Ring. Yeah. Where I well, had a completely different right. experience, like a completely different reaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
What about, you played more than... I've played yeah. almost all of them, actually, with yeah. the exception of Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro I which I just, which it just can't, I can't do it. I, I often forget that that is from the same studio, yeah. so I've never played that, but I played all the other ones, including Bloodborne, and it's the same thing, mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, everybody says this is the hot stuff. Like, you know, I've got to try it this out. This is the real in-the-know gamers game to play, and it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm not really having fun here, so... Yeah, exactly. I and never that, really had fun. Yeah, and I've never been able to get deep enough into like the lore and all of the stuff that they don't explain in those games they don't to, anything. to properly appreciate it. So yeah. it's like, eh, not not for me. But I right. agree. This this game is a completely different, you know, feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, it's still as unforgiving as the other ones, yeah. but I feel like there is enough for you to do in between the dying. That makes it feel like just a little bit more, um, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it just feels like like you have a chance. Like well, you have a chance to like defeat some of the, maybe the smaller enemies and yeah. level up. You have a chance to run away from a boss that's like crazy yeah. and big and come back to it later. Like yeah. you just have a shot where the other ones you just felt like there's no, ch I have no chance. Yeah. I'm just gonna walk in and die, walk in and well, die I think over that's, and over again. Before it was like you were in this claustrophobic dungeon yeah. and it's like, okay, well I guess that's my it. choices are like live or die in this fight. Whereas now there's like so many other things you can do. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I can try, try and do the fight. I have more environment to try and approach it a different yep, way. I can, run, to I can run away, unlock. come back yeah. to that later. It's like taking like a test, like you know, a multiple like a test. It's like, all right, I don't, I don't know this question. There's 100 questions you can <laughs> I'll like come back go later. to question 72. That's how I took tests. Me too. That's yeah. a good test taking trick, actually. Right. right. Yeah. So don't spend too much time on the one. Yeah. You're so doing. you don't get fixated on those things. You don't get hung up on those yeah. things. Yeah. And then like as you like kind of traverse the world and learn more, level up your character, yeah. like do more it's like almost like it's teaching you how to um defeat that boss that you couldn't before yeah like i went back last night to a boss that i died at which boss first. Is this? it was the one in the cave not really with the cave with the wolves yes yes cave with the it's not even a boss it's like a mini boss i think right oh. um little beast master yeah. guy yeah. so i had gone in there like my first day that i was playing totally got worked sure. obviously and was just like this is a there's no way i can do yeah. this right now like so i left um and then I, I did some other stuff, like I got some new equipment, I like wandered around and like defeated some other yeah. enemies. I was able to like level up twice, you know, I like started to learn more of the combat, like I figured out how to do like the parries and now, like... what class are you? Vagabond. Oh, you're that too? I'm also the oh, Vagabond. Oh, I'm that. I researched oh. and I was, again, I usually pick the magic yeah. characters, but yeah. I was too scared to do it because I was right. like, I might not be able to, too too squishy, like it won't be able to I'm do always it. paralyzed with that character select screen. Oh I'm like, oh, if I make the wrong choice, it's this all over. It. It's I haven't over. even started. Yeah. yeah, and then of course that and the customization screen, you're just like, forget it. I was very intrigued by the samurai. Me too. Like, oh, that's could be cool. but no. That one was the other one that had really high like attributes too. I really wanted a shield though. I wanted a shield like, too. I don't know what I'm doing. That shield is going to help me. And it has it helped does. me a lot. It helps yeah. a lot. I actually got a new shield yesterday, oh, which was very nice. Really? It helps. It helped a lot. Um, but yeah, you know, two, two, three days later, I went back to that boss. Yeah. Defeated right, him last right, night. Right, right, right. I yeah. felt really good. And also that horse, that guy, the knight on the horse, when you first get into the game, you like went into that guy oh, on the horse. Oh, yeah. I got him. I defeated him too last night. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. see, I have not even tried to... I just assumed like that that one is so big and scary. I haven't even walked that, up to that's it. That's what I thought too. But he ran. Were you on to the me. horse? I was or? on my ho yeah. my cow horse, whatever that thing is. Yeah. And I did like a 
horse combat thing. It was, wow. it was fun. And you yeah. beat him. I beat him. Wow. What'd you get? Um, what did I get? I can't remember. It was, oh. You get like the little, the little enemy mark thing. I don't. I just don't okay. know how to use any of the menus. All right. That's, yeah. That that's a, that's another thing. Yeah. That, I'm like, huh? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the kind of area of the map that I've explored is super small. Yeah. Because you look at this map, like, oh, this map it's is like ginormous. I have, like, the northern part of this, like, right, Limegrave right. area or whatever. Yeah. Limgrave. Yeah, so I, I just keep kind of going back to these same places and, like, trying to get a little bit further, a little bit further. Like, last night I finally cleared out that encampment that's right by where you are. Oh, yes. Which that... I, that one, I, I keep dancing yeah. around that area. Because I got scared the first time. Because I went that in there. That blew the horn. And then you yes, got, and got mobbed. Like a dozen guys came running after me and I ran yeah. away. What happens when you clear the encampment? Well, there's like an underground thing where there's there's an item. That's right. There, there was um, a note that said like check underground yeah. or something right, like right, that. Right, yeah, right. I was able to like sneak around a little bit, like get pick off a few of the guys. And I got the two treasure chests and then the map. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's where I'm like, I like, I like running. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm trying to get into that castle oh my God. and there's the one where you just go through the door and there's that huge, the huge troll. troll. But yeah. speaking of trolls, you were trolling me. I beat that boss, by the way. That's a different troll. What? You're the troll. No, you, that was not the boss in the castle. That was like a different Well, oh, this boss. is a boss to get into the castle. Oh, you did beat that. I beat that one. Oh. And then I, and then I got into the castle, but then I got mobbed and I ran out of the castle oh. and I had to do the grace point which respawned everything so but but i've been hearing like oh well there's another way into the castle so i'm trying to figure out where that oh, is, okay. is my thing i ran into the castle got chased by that thing ran back out because i was too scared to go yeah. on and then i went down to the coast oh you got down there mm -hmm. isn't there another troll on the way down there? there's another troll on the way down there that i ran away from because i was too scared on the horse yes yeah and then if you go into the cave oh. there's like a cave underneath there there's two more of those like sort of like mini-ish bosses but there it's yeah. two together in this room i see that was not that did not go well i got rid of one but oh, the other one together. the other one Ew. kind of kind of yeah, uh, got yeah. the better of me okay that's so, where i stopped last night yeah the menus are confounding uh, very and confusing. i finally last night figured out how to do the little summoning Okay, stuff. how do you do that? So there's a little icon that'll show up, and you've probably seen it and wonder what it is. It's like a little arch on the left-hand side of the screen of yeah. places where you can do it. Oh. So, like, I have, like, you probably have the wolf one. You can summon three wolves who will fight for you. It's actually very helpful. That, what? That, that came in super helpful in that encampment area because it's just, like, a large group of enemies. I want to do that. I yeah. want a wolf friend. I don't like killing the wolves. It's really sad. Uh... Okay, but you probably have that, so now you can do it. I just told you how. Oh, I'm gonna try that yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't figure out the menus at all. I can barely figure out how to summon my horse. I was like, what do I do? How do I? What button do I press? This is crazy. The buttons. And then like when the when you pull up the menu, yeah. you can't have to like click another button to put it yeah. away if you're like fighting. I'm like, come on, people. I would love to pause too. That would be nice. I know. Yeah. Just to like take a breath or something. Yeah. And then there's the whole like approach to multiplayer, which I know is like something that all these games have always had. I still don't feel like I completely understand it. I I've seen people it. saying like, well, I'm just playing co-op with my friend. I'm like, you, know, you can do that that much. I want to play co-op with you. Because I know you could summon people for like a short amount of time. Maybe, I, I don't know. So if people, I'm sure people who are watching this. Tell will, us how to do it. We want to play together. Tell us what we need to do. Yeah, help me. <laughs> yeah. Help me. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm going to keep going on this, which is yeah. like shocking. Because I was, I, I really thought that, I really thought that I wasn't going to be able to do anything, honestly. Oh. I was like really nervous. Like I was, I thought I was going to turn it on for an hour, like die, and then just give oh. up. So. 
All right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've completely given up on Horizon to play this now. Really? Are yeah. you totally like, you're totally going to keep well, going on Elden Ring now I mean, or what? I will, I, I'm very into Elden Ring, so we'll see how far I can get though before I hit a wall okay. of frustration. All right. I've been playing both, which is yeah. ridiculous. Before we move on, so we should say thank you to our friends at Bandai Namco ah, for yes. sending us some codes. Deep bow. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. We've been playing the game a lot, as you know, as you can see. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Horizon though. Horizon though. Yeah. So I have, I think I'm way further than you now. Um, yeah. But I have been playing both at the same time. Like wow. I'll play like a couple hours of yeah. Horizon and then like a couple hours of Elden Ring. But um, that game continues to be just incredible. Oh. I wow. am totally obsessed with it now. Uh, I did something really fun. Uh, do you have a dual obsession right now? Yeah. It's like kind of cool. <sighs> I'm like you. equally into both games, yeah. which yeah. is very rare and I, I'm a I like to juggle these games I know you don't like to do that yeah. but like usually there's one that sort of you know that I'm like favoring yeah, over the yeah. other but this time it's like two are such different experiences that it's kind of fun to jump back and yeah. forth like one is very like narrative focused and I just want to see like, yeah. what happens and I'm I'm playing uh, Horizon on easy mode no judgment please people um, because I just want to enjoy it yeah. and it's like fun to feel powerful right. you know whereas Elden Ring obviously I'm like just this like little squishy <laughs> I did, Guy, have, a, I did so. have a thought about these two games where it's like obviously Elden Ring is making no concessions and it's like either you play it this way or that's it. It's or like you Metroid. Don't. And yeah. and you know, there is uh quote the discourse happening about that constantly. Yes, yes, yes. Whereas Horizon, like I kind of feel like, you know, Sony puts so much money into these first party games. Yeah. I think their mentality is like, we need to make sure that As nobody many people and nobody gets turned off that's right. of this game for any reason yeah you got to make it as accessible as possible right, right. to as many people as possible so which makes sense it's two very different philosophies mm -hmm. and i'm curious like as you keep going you know will the will the horizon experience continue to feel as pure because it's not just that it's like you know aloy is also talking 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 like oh now i did this now i need to go there now i need to go there i have noticed like this, the repetition of like telling people what to do. Oh yeah. Like it, it's obviously, you know, not as open as Elden Ring in that sense. Right, right. It's definitely not as much of like you just decide. Right. Um, it is very driven by the story. Yeah. But I think people are there for the story. Which, so. first of all, you got you got chided for spoilers last I episode. I spoiled the first game, people. If you have not played the first game by now, it's been like three years, guys. It's been five so, years, actually. It's been five years, guys. I, okay, the people... I love you, the but first Horizon, I'm sorry. Okay, the first sorry. Horizon came out right before Breath of the Wild. That's right. Now, it's been five now years. this one came out right before Elden Ring. Are people like, these Horizon games have the worst The timing, though. Yes. I'm sorry if I spoiled oh. the game for you. Please close your ears if you don't want to be spoiled yeah. again. Um, hopefully, you're still playing the wow, game. Wow, you sound upset. I'm not upset, but... Your gritted teeth. Sorry. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, uh, we will not spoil the story for um, Forbidden West because I mean we're still in in it, and I can't spoil yeah. it for you because you're not far enough. You had a you had the funniest thought. You're like, I'm gonna finish Horizon before Elden Ring comes <laughs> I know. out. I was like, what if I just and play like, like ten hours a day? I think you're just getting started in Horizon. And then, and then of course, like I did this thing and yeah. it, like opened up a whole yeah. slew of more things, and I was like, oh. I'm not even close. That is hilarious. No, I wanted to tell you about the fun thing that I did okay. in Horizon, which is I did one of those tall neck things, which I'm like oh, obsessed yeah, with yeah. now. 
that was not that was something i wasn't expecting to have so much fun doing it's like a little thing in the game but basically you can like do this little like climbing puzzle and then like get on top of that big tall neck dinosaur right. guy and you um override it and it opens up the map yeah so it's kind of like a super eagle point like in assassin's creed yeah, yeah. um but it's such a fun way of doing it where it's like this creature that's alive and you yeah. see it in the distance you're like can i do something with that maybe i don't know um, now, are you actually climbing that, or there's like they're, they're usually circling those kind of satellite yeah, exactly. dish Exactly. You yeah. fix the satellite dish so that you can like jump from the satellite dish using Link's parasail yeah. to the tall neck. And then, but like the whole sequence was just like so cool. Mm. Like the way that you like see it in the distance and it like kind of comes yeah. up to the satellite dish, and then you do this like crazy jump and like yeah. very cinematically like yeah. grab onto the tall neck and then climb up. It's to his head, and I loved it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, those, like, those do look really cool. Yeah. I tried to, the first one I went to, I got into a really rough fight, and I died, and I was like, oh, I won't do that. Oh. And then I, there was another one where I was trying, I got to the top of the satellite dish, and I was like, how do I do this? And I looked it up, and they're like, you can't do this now. So, ah. unsuccessful for me. Yeah, Plain Song was the one that I did it at. So, that was super Spoiler. fun. Spoiler. Stop it. <laughs> and say what happens in Plain Song. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm going to spoil you in retaliation. For Elden Ring? I don't know. There's no spoilers. In There's, you want to bet? I don't know what's uh, happening in that story. I don't either. I have no idea. I watched that first, the, the cinematic yeah. thing in the beginning. I was like, is this Lord of the Rings? How much time did George R. R. Martin really spend on this? Someone was like, Hopefully not a lot. Some, someone was like, all he did was fax the word tree, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's probably right. Can he, shouldn't he be writing some books right now? He needs right to now? get to work on the real yeah, books. Get the, yeah, get the typewriter, get going. Yeah, that was like one of the big talking points when that game was announced, and now you barely hear about it at all. I wonder if they were like, oh, he actually didn't do... I doubt that. Maybe he, he gave him like an outline of like five bullets of like, here's some stuff that might <laughs> he, this happen. This is like the like a run of show he gave <clears throat> yeah. him. Like, here you go. Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah. yeah. The story makes no sense, but it's it's it looks good. It looks nice. Yeah. Well, you just need to watch these 930-minute lore videos to understand Maybe what's I will, happening. actually. You That's should. kind of a fun yeah. thing to watch before Why bed. does that guy look like the Grinch? You seemed upset by that. I hated that thing. His name is Kale. I don't like it. <laughs> like the vegetable. What was that guy's shirt? Like, was oh, it? yeah, Kale. kale. No yeah. Kale. What is it? That was like, it was like no to Kale or something like that. Okay. It's like anti-Kale. I actually think it's Kale. There was a little accent on oh, it. Oh, Kale. But I like to call him Kale. He looks like the Grinch because he's green. Like kale. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Oh no. The maiden is creepy too. I'm confused about the maidens and what it means to be maidenless. I don't, I don't understand yeah, that. What, what happens if you're maidenless? Am I? I don't even know if. How do I find out if I am maidenless? But you, they tell you that you are maidenless in the beginning of the game. That guy oh. is like, you're, you're, you have no chance. You can't find this fragment. But you're I thought I met a maiden. No, you, you have a maiden now. We all do. Oh, okay. We're we're not maidenless no longer. Oh, good. No mo. Are we maidenless? <laughs> okay. But I'm a maiden. Yeah. Be my own maid. I don't need no maiden. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea what's going yeah. on. Yeah. All I know is I need her to level up. So stick with me. Yeah. Yeah. I do really like that first view that you get. That first vista when you come out of that dungeon. Oh, yeah. And you can see that giant horse enemy Guy, there yeah and you can also see the church it's like i need to get there probably but i don't know how but i'm scared. scared yeah yeah and you can see the big castle it really does a great job of like just that, like communicating this... a lot of things and making you do the math in your head of like what do i need to do right now yeah this like this vast world just yeah. like opens up i will also like the way the doors when you like push those doors yeah. open it feels very 
substantial, like yeah. something very, a big adventure is, yeah. is coming. I have two provocative questions for you. One, does this game look better than Horizon? I think it's a, I think it's the difference it's between difference. technical oh, here we go. graphics versus here we go. the artistry, the art approach to Elden Ring. Well, the look of the game is also really different too. Mm. It has like that like gritty fantasy yeah. like kind of like old school. Uh huh. Like you're flipping. What are you trying like, to say right a now? A book kind of thing. Oh, a book. Versus like Horizon, which is imaginative of like what a world would look like in the future. But you, you, didn't, you didn't really answer the question. It's like it's like comparing apples and oranges. All right. I think they're closer than I thought going in. I was like, oh, Horizon is just like the technical. Oh, know, like the top, the best. top of and the it's top? Like, it's like it'll be hard to, to top this. I think Elden Ring looks <clears throat> pretty it looks, spectacular. It looks really great and it runs great. And, yeah. Um, it's got a lot going for it. But like the look of it is so different you yeah. can't really compare it is yeah. what I'm saying. All right. My next provocative question is... So, you know, we talked about how going open world really made this game work yeah. for us. Mm -hmm. Is any game just going to be better if you make it open world? Is that well, it? like we got these Kirby games? You got this Pokemon? Seem seemingly open world Kirby, Kirby? game coming out? Is it just going to be better? Zelda? Is that just the answer? The answer is people want choices. Uh -huh. It's not about the open world. It's about giving the, the player some sort of like choice. That's right. not like follow this linear path. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Okay. You know, like, yeah, sure, you can follow this path if you yeah. want to. But yeah. if there's no other option and they can't get through it, then, like, that's pretty tough, you know? Okay. I'm going to cop out myself and say I don't know. But I'm, I'm curious to see more of these examples. I'm so, This Kirby game, I'm so curious about this Kirby game. No, That's the game that we really need in March. That's, I guess I'm going to drop... Elden Ring to Maybe play Kirby. Maybe finish it by then. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be just like the tonal whiplash from Elden Ring to Kirby. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like whoa. From Kale to Kirby. That's, that's the progression we need. Kale for Smash? <laughs> Imagine if Kirby like ate Kale and then became Kale Kirby. Uh, mouthful mode, Kale. That's Great. disgusting. Mouthful of Kale? Yeah. Okay, we're really on a tangent. Uh, there was one other game that we played, but briefly we admit. Yes. But, um, yes. yes. Uh, we got a, a beautiful code from the developers of yes. this game. So thank you so much. We did try the game out. It was called 100 Days. Yes. It was about winemaking. Now this is a game that we had actually had on our radar. We had had on our radar since the yeah. indie showcase. And I was like, we again, you just went to wine I country. I was in wine country. So clearly, I, like, I got to play this. I got to play this. in California. So yes, we drink wine and it's fun. Um, and I, I do recall like one time when you, you and I were talking, you were like, Maybe if I wasn't doing video game stuff, I'd be like, I work for like a winery or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could be fun. That could be fun. <clears throat> um, so that's why we were kind of interested in this game. Yeah. But basically, you, you like... It's a simulation. Yes. And you inherit this vineyard and you do all the little things that you would... Very complicated things, apparently. Yeah. That you would need to do to um, make wine, bottle wine. Yeah. So... It's very detailed. I think you, I think you need to have some knowledge of that process going in. Yeah. Like even I knew a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, uh -huh. I'm way over my head." Fermentation because it was pressing. like, "Oh, well, how much would you like to press? You can press more and get more wine, and get a lower quality wine, or you can press less and get a, a yeah. higher." two percent, three percent. I don't know. The acidity level. I did like being able to make choose your bottle and label. I did. I did. What was too. your label? My label was a um, like a flower. Oh, like, of course. What do you mean, of course? so less cool than mine. Well, but anyhow. Yours, yours a duck? Mine was a hot air balloon. Oh, I knew you would pick a yeah. stupid hot air balloon. It's so boring. <laughs> you said a duck! I was making fun of you. 
I did, mine's pretty. It has a pretty color scheme, of course. Very nice. Yes. What's the name of your vineyard? Quito-san. <laughs> the Quito-san Keto vines. No one wants to buy <laughs> yes, wine they do. called Quito-san. If they know me, they want to buy my wine. No, they don't. Yes, they do. We should bottle Kit and Crystal wine with our like, label. Oh, my God. It's going to be bad. It's gonna Get that weird. barrel. Your mom will just have this barrel in her backyard. <laughs> like fermenting. Like, what are you doing? Pressing like I'm a... just like dancing on some grapes. <laughs> that could be fun. Playing some music. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's very detailed. I, I went through two wine seasons, yeah. bottled two cases of, or vintages, I guess, of wine. Yeah. My first wine, wine score of 81. Good. Not bad. Second wine score was a little worse. Oh. I tried to like do more and it didn't <laughs> go well. some rookie luck. Actually, I really like the story so far in this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like the simulation part was a little hardcore for me. Yeah. But you know, I'm glad this game exists. Like you think like, oh, well. I hope never be a game about that. And they're like, oh, there is. And it's yeah, actually really, really cool for really people cool. who are way into that. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. On to time now for news, the news, news jingle. News. Do it. Do it. Do it. News, news, news. That's right. the jingle. Pokemon Day was yesterday. Pokemon Day was fun. It's always it's all, fun. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that it landed on a Sunday. Why? Um, <clears throat> oh, it's usually there's like, they. I feel like Pokemon, they usually do their news stuff on a weekday, but. Well, it's a it's day like a, of a month, so they can't decide that. Can't decide. Don't blame them. I'm not blaming anybody. All I'm right. just saying Yet again, was... blame the calendar. You got a lot of anger against the calendar. I don't have any anger towards the calendar. <laughs> Maybe you have anger towards the calendar. <clears throat> uh, lots of announcements yesterday yeah. for Pokemon Day. Again, first first time for me to like not know anything, yeah, which is fun. Too. Yeah. yeah, I loved I knew, it. I knew, not, I knew nothing about it. I knew this. nothing yeah. about it. Um, but big announcement, Gen 9. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon yeah. Violet. Violet. Yeah. I thought those names were interesting because usually it's like two opposite colors of the wheel. The color well, wheel. Scarlet they and might Violet be, are pretty close together. They might be running out of some of these contrasting things to... Yeah, you're, I guess they're not very contrasting at all. If it's Scarlet, yeah. it would have been like some sort of green something. Cerulean? Yeah. I don't... Maybe we don't need these dual releases anymore as a feeling. Is that like antiquated now? I know there's a lot of people who like them and who get both, though. Yeah, because then you have um, yeah, I'm, a different... I'm, I'm assuming that you would get a different legendary. I'm not one of those, though. I would be fine with a single release. I oh, I would just... I mean, I don't... I, I'm also like you. I don't care for the two. Like, I'd just be fine with one. But, like, I'm... But if there are two, like, obviously you and I have to play different ones. Yeah. So yeah. you can trade the things. Yeah. But, I did um, like the, uh, we have the logo later on. I did like the Pokemon Violet logo. Oh, I think see, it's I cool. I like the Scarlet logo Well, perfect. Better. Our choice is made. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. The Scarlet one's like very girly. <laughs> That's why. So with the, you know, with this Pokemon Day stuff, there's been a little bit of a formula of what you get when they make yeah. these big announcements. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you get the name, you get to see the new starters. The new starters. You get a tiny glimpse of, of some, some footage. Sort of environmental yeah. footage. Yeah. So, so what did you think of this? I thought it looked great, actually. Oh. I was pretty excited that it felt like they were taking this the open world, open world yeah. element of Arceus mm -hmm. and hopefully putting it into this, you know, proper right. next gen Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, I hope that's the case. You don't really know from this like flyover that they did, but that yeah. kind of seems like it. Well, that's is why I pulled. That's why I pulled some of the language direct from them because that's. Where you actually oh, yeah. can Richly kind of read into it. Open world. Right. Allowing you to explore freely, quote unquote, 
in a richly expressed open world. There's also this part that I thought was interesting. Towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. What does that mean? There's no loading screen in between? Yeah, I think you know Is how that... when you play like old Pokemon games, you have to go through those tunnels and it's yeah. like, now you're in this area or right. like now you're on this route. Yeah. I think that they took that out, which is great. Okay. The thing that I was getting a little bit tired of, me personally, yeah. was just the, the formula of the the rival and the gym leaders yeah. and like well we don't know if that i hope it we don't know exist. how this game is going to play really i i really hope that they've moved away from that because yeah. sword and shield that's where i was like oh not this again we we, we had differing opinions on yeah. sword and shield. I, I really like sword and shield i know you did and I, I really like the dlc where they were experimenting with more of a proper open world yeah the dlc i thought was better i i just i was like kind better fair <laughs> i was just a little sleepy during it like oh, no. I just you should have like, taken some naps and then kept playing. I would fall asleep every sleepy. time I booted up that game. Oh, gosh. It was like kind of boring. <clears throat> I don't but know, But yeah, sorry. I think you know, we, when we talked about Arceus, I think that's what we liked is like this is such a, sh a sh stark shift in the mm -hmm. formula. Yes. And, and I do wonder like what is this game, you know, gameplay-wise going to be. Wise, gonna yeah. be? Exactly. So I, I just hope that they continue to be brave. Game Freak, yeah. be brave. Charts the yeah. the uncharted and like go for it, you know. Now, okay, so now, that's one, what I want. I have one other thing to say. So this is this is coming out end of this year. You know it's going to be November. W whatever, we're going to have three big Pokemon games in the span of a year. Okay, Insomniac wannabes. I think Just that kidding. is. I think, why do we need so many in this tight window of time? Oh, I've been man. thinking about this. Yeah. And it's like. Every other, and obviously Pokemon is handled differently than other Nintendo games. Yes. But you don't have annualized Nintendo games. Like mm -hmm. you have Pokemon. Pokemon games, yeah. And it's like, why? The Pokemon is it... company really is on this like cadence. Right, but, but why? And we have so many examples of, you know, these series like risking burnout or risking mm -hmm. like, you know, not having, you know, a fresh yeah. creative spark. Like why do these games need to be so packed in? I just feel like, again, this is my speculation, but... My guess is like the trade-off for risk of burnout is risk of people losing, like risk of it losing relevancy because there hasn't been a new entry yeah. into the series for, you know, everyone's kind of used to this rhythm at this point. So if you miss a year or miss a particular time, like yeah. do you risk people just like kind of forgetting about it and then yeah. having to re, you know spark that audience again yeah. see i would say i would i would zag on that and say if there's ever a franchise that could sustain itself it's pokemon because there's there's the tv show there's every all these other the games card, the card there's the card stuff. games there's yeah. all this other stuff happening so i feel yeah. like people would still be immersed in pokemon yeah yeah i just I'm, I'm only saying this because I, I just hope it doesn't happen where it's right. like this is stagnated or people are tired of this because yeah. it's just the same thing every year mm -hmm. i mean i skipped um BD, BDSP. I skipped those. BDSP. Because I can't remember. Whatever. I skipped those. I was way into Arceus. But sometimes I alter, like I said this, I alternate, alternate on Pokemon yeah. games because I, it's just too much. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I, I have not, I've definitely not played, I mean, I didn't play Sword and yeah. Shield. I played Arceus. I didn't play Diamond Pearl. Um, yeah. But it just sounds like they're like in this groove where yeah. they've, ex they've experimented. They've like done this open world thing. Yeah. Like they're they're again using these like stepping stones yeah. to like really create. This and I think new... that's a good direction. Yeah, yeah, this new direction, right? And so I just have a lot of I have a lot of hopes and dreams. All right. Pinned onto Scarlet and Violet, I think All everybody right. does. I think after after seeing that direct, the everybody seems excited and. 
there's a lot of excitement over the starters and this new sort of format for these games. So I hope that they are able to pay that off. So starters though. Starters though. Oh my gosh. Now, do you have? Have you? You have to lock into a starter immediately. Those you are do. the rules. Those are the rules of Pokemon. And you dare not break them. Cannot break. No, I'm I'm locked in. I but know you are going to. Who be. do you think I'm locked in on? You're definitely going with Quaxley. No, I'm not. Really? I'm going Fuecoco. You're going Firestarter? Yeah. I'm too. You're really? I always go Firestarter. What what is it what is attracting you to Fuecoco? Look at his little mouth. <laughs> He's got the splatoon teeth, the inkling mm. teeth. He's a little <laughs> He's so cute. It's derpy, I which I like. So I thought it was a hippo, but then I re, I'm reading you this now. You were told. I was told by many. Yeah. Croc, and fire croc. that it's a it's a crocodile. Yeah. So, okay. That's fine. Um, what is the final form? Because sometimes they look creepy. So that's what at I'm going to say. They look creepy at the end. There's a lot of emphasis on these starting forms, but I think, yeah. especially in Sword and Shield, I thought the final forms for all three look kind of bad. Yes. So, and you, uh, we'll never find out until these until games we come get out. There, yeah. They'll never reveal that. They're cute now, but they yeah. can look creepy later. Well, just imagine like a giant fire crocodile. That has a lot that of potential. That could be cool, though, right? This Quaxley, I'm very concerned about these the, evolutions. The, the uh, Elvis hair duck. Is yeah. what I call him. And then Sprigatito, I think, just looks like some, mm. you know, Eevee evolution reject. I think it, yeah. I don't, I don't oh, like this one. Oh, no, ouch. I'm not a fan. I think he's cute, but yeah. it's just a cat. Just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to say that to your IRL cat when you go back home? I think you're cute, but you're, you're cute, just You're cute, but you're cat. just a cat. You're not Pokemon. You're just a cat. <laughs> All right. Now, the other thing I threw in here... Oh, so, yeah, so yeah, it, this is, I, I can't remember them doing this before. Mm. This is an outfit that you get the per children. version. So I guess you're getting all of these. They I, look the same. I don't love these outfits. And I don't love the look of these characters. They look a little, the, from the artwork to the game, they just look a little like dead-eyed doll face. Yeah. Like anime. Yeah. Like an anime yeah. doll. I always feel like they look too young. Well, they're kids. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's... A different, it's leaning further in a different direction than you typically get out of Pokemon characters. Yeah. And I, it just felt a little more generic and not, you know, as like, you know, animated. energetic as you yeah, get from a typical game. Yeah, animated as a typical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little, a little like, temp, like a template of an anime yeah, character. Yeah, there wasn't sort of, really yeah. as much standing out to it to me. I, I was saying like, oh, this this looks like that crazy game. Dokev, Dokev, I don't know which one it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. Compared, it looks very yeah. similar. That game, by I, the way. I thought the character, for, the character models in Arceus looked pretty good. I love those. Why models, don't they yeah. just do that here? Yeah, that game, Dokev, people, that game's never coming out. I'm sorry to break your... Little Break hearts. your hearts on that. That game's never coming out. Yeah, these outfits need yeah. to go. These <laughs> well, like... I'm sure. I'm sure. Like a, you know, an hour in, you'll get some new clothes. These so. school kids, yeah. like no. What's with the hats? It's like a bonnet. It's like a That's straw what it is. hat. It's like a bonnet, though. It's oh, like, your, it's like your Easter bonnet. <laughs> it's mm. not great. Doesn't doesn't strike you know fear and adventure like, adventure yeah. or like legitimacy into yeah. the yeah. hearts of the people. All right, moving on. There will be, I'm Plenty sure, a lot Pokemon more on that. Talk. Yeah. Nintendo has made an acquisition. From a studio that they had since 1983? SRD. Nintendo's acquisitions are just like, this is a studio that we've worked with for like, yeah. I don't know, whatever, 40 years? It's and great. we are just changing the name. <laughs> like well, we saw, things. you know, there was that line from Mr. Furukawa saying, like, we want people who have the Nintendo DNA. We do not want yeah. to acquire studios who do not have that. Clearly, right. this studio has Well, they it. have because they've been working with them forever. Yeah, and this was yeah. probably one of those things where it's like, there's no reason for us not, not to. to acquire Like, you. no business reason. So, yeah. and this was making waves just, I think, because people are, you know, onto acquisitions. Yeah, and but this it's is like so the boring as acquisitions. But it's like, it's like a nothing, almost. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. Now, 
Not a nothing though. Ooh, the Nintendo Evo. Nintendo skips Evo. Oh man. So, so Evo, they always make a big deal about announcing the games yeah. that are in Evo. And they proactively said, you know, those are coming soon, but Smash Brothers is not going to be a part of it. Right. We hope they'll rejoin in the future, future. etc. Yeah. Go. Me? Yes. Opinions. I mean, I'm not surprised. Right. Because there's been some issues. So, so Evo <laughs> is now owned by PlayStation. Right. One. Two, the whole uh, Smash fighting game community has had so, countless, a number of countless issues. scandals. Yes. Real, real bad issues. Yeah. And that was not fun to deal yeah. with, by the way. And Nintendo is also trying to do its own thing with uh, Panda. Right. Right. So... And Nintendo has its own, like, competitive gaming team. Right. So I saw, you know, there was obviously, you know, disappointment with this because people were making the parallels to a few years ago where Nintendo pulled out. I think these are completely different They're totally different. Situations. That was such a different situation. Yeah. Where it was all about the Project that, M stuff. That's that, another thing that was. That's a, that's a, that's a big story we got to get to. Maybe around Evo time. That when, is when on I, my PTSD. When I had to parachute in and save the day and bring Smash back to Evo. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, but that I, was interesting. I worked on. I was. I was, You were the global lead for Zelda. I was the global lead for Smash. Right. And that took years <laughs> off my life. But this was before that. This was before that. But yeah. I'm still traumatized right. from any Smash related anything. Yeah. That I worked on that. That Evo was I bad. Know. Okay. Anyway, these are different we'll Evos. Later. Anyway, I, I I support Nintendo for doing this. I think this is completely within their right. I think what. So I think what Nintendo envisions for a competitive, you know, league or or whatever organization around Super Smash Brothers is fundamentally different from what exists now. Exactly. It's not Evo, it's not any of these other things. Yeah. And I just think they have not had a chance to fully execute that. Right. You know, it's really hard to do that, you know? Right. So, you know, they were working on it, they hit the pandemic. Yeah. That, all, that I mean, completely rocked this. They was... started playing whack-a-mole with all these tournaments that they had to do the cease and desist with. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad and the fans did not it's, like that. That is, that is, yeah. And then, but you know, there was a lot of attempts on trying to like, you know, build up this community from Nintendo, which was like, yeah. you know, all of the E3 tournaments that we did. Right. That Nintendo did. It's been um, a lot of start and stop, it's though. It's such is a the, lot. Is yeah, that's so, really unfortunate, I want honestly. to see what this is once it actually gets going, yeah. once it has some cohesion. Mm -hmm. I think we owe that benefit of the doubt to that because we have not seen it yet. Yeah, exactly. I think there's been so many attempts and there were so many unforeseen circumstances yeah. that have, like, just really like throttled yeah. the, the advancement yeah. of this, which and, is unfortunate. And for Nintendo to say, you know, we're not doing it for, you know, and they, they didn't, they'll never say a reason, but you know, there's a lot of factors that went into it. Yeah. I think it's completely understandable. I think so too. Yeah. And it just, yeah, I, I feel we like- We went to an Evo. We did. Yeah. I went to two Evos, oh. one without you. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> you ditched me again. It was really, it, I, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting learning experience, but yeah, yeah I definitely feel like the philosophy of Evo does not drive with Nintendo's yeah. philosophy at all. Right. Um, so they are, yeah, they're yeah. absolutely, yeah. you know. And again, I, I, do not, I do not consider myself part of this fighting game community. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I, again, I think Not Smash. Cool I think join. I think Smash Brothers is a party game, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I, that's just my perspective. Exactly, I, but I respect yeah. the people that are in it. I think that sure. they're they have these really amazing talents, yeah. and they're able to make a livelihood from doing yeah. what they love, and I think that's great. You know, yeah. so you know, but I yeah, I just feel like 
uh, it's just it's a tough a tough world to yeah. be in for that. But that's definitely a story. That's a story. Good story time topic. My my private meeting with the Cannon Brothers oh, to save yeah. the day on Evo. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Tease that one. Uh, oh. All right. Last last thing here. There was no article with this, but I saw some people who were reviewing Elden Ring. Oh Kind yeah. of grousing a little bit about the embargo of like, oh, we didn't have a lot of time with this, or there were a lot of restrictions. Oh, that and, again. And you know, you and I have worked on countless embargoes oh, ourselves. Oh my gosh, the embargoes. So. I just wanted to say, like, a lot of times, you know, for the people who are, you know, working in, in public relations or trying to facilitate these things, they have no... They, they don't they, have no say There are things this. that are out of their control. Yeah, this is a, something that's largely driven by the developers themselves. Right. They the, have really, like, yeah. they have their own reasons for doing these things. If, that, if uh, a big-time developer, yeah. like in this case, like, you know, Miyazaki or whoever at From is going to say, like, it needs to happen at this time... I don't care if these people don't have enough time and they can't talk about these things. That's just what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. There's yeah. no like talking them out of it right. at all. Like, so yeah. it's very valuable to share the feedback so they understand maybe you mm -hmm. made a bad decision. Yeah. And maybe you should let the people who are experts in this continue yeah. to make those We've decisions. We've certainly had those conversations yes. before with people, right. but does it make a big difference? Yeah. Probably doesn't not. always happen. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. always happen. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe if people are interested, we can talk about that more. Yeah. Um, on to our questions. And, yes. and again, we're doing this, uh, we've been doing this exclusively with our Patreon friends. Yeah, these and are great We questions. got so many. I, I, I put more than 10 here. Hopefully we can get through them. Yeah, I'm just, just so excited that our Patreon family continues to just be so... Well, now hold on. ...engaged with us. You don't have access. You don't know what's coming through here. I'm picking these. <laughs> Jeez. That's my line to say. Way to be an elitist with a patron. The patrons you like me. The, club. Yeah. the patrons <laughs> have no access to you at all. Oh, no. I want access. Access. Give me it to me. It's just it a few me. dollars away. Five dollars. You can submit a question, too. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to ask myself a question. But we need Why to jump into it. We, we have a lot of these, okay. so we need to get going. Question. Uh, I was hoping to hear you talk about Nintendo Week, the show oh, that yes. served as a sort of pre precursor to Nintendo Minute. I know it was scripted in a way that Nintendo Minute was not. Did it serve as any inspiration in the building of Nintendo <laughs> Minute? Did you ever meet... Gary and Allison. Most importantly, why didn't Nintendo Minute feature a Dark Kit and Dark Krista? Congratulations. Don't you know that we are Dark Kit and Dark Krista kind of all a... the time? This is from Jason P. Downs. Yes, thank you, Jason. Yes. Uh, great question. We get a lot of questions about yes. Gary and Allison and right. Nintendo Week. Um, so this was something that our a different team at Nintendo, it was the right. it was actually our like web team at the time that was producing Nintendo Week. And um, what they were trying to do with that was just really they wanted programming on on the, the on the Wii, on the Wii, yeah. on the and on the website. Yeah, they wanted content for for those channels. Right. Um, those were channels that actually we were not working on. Right. You know, we talked about last week with the origins of Nintendo Minute. We were really working across our own social media channels. Yeah. Um, which was not was really separate from. Yeah. The so, Nintendo Week team. So we definitely saw it. Definitely were aware mm -hmm. of it, but we're not like intimately working with right. it. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was really for kind of a different. Well, there's, so there's some major differences. Yeah. Gary and Allison were hired yes. to do this. They, they were not, they were not Nintendo, employees. Nintendo employees. It was very scripted mm -hmm. to the point that I felt it was a little awkward because it was all of the, you know, the, the new Super Mario Brothers Wii game, TM. You know, all, yeah, all of they the have to, exacting The legal verbiage. language. Yes. yes, yes. They were actors, you right. know. Gary and Allison are, yeah. are professional actors, and um, it was not something that was aimed to be sort of conversation between you know two people that yeah. were just talking to you guys it was sort of like a 
produced commercial, really, yeah. I think is, is the best way yeah. to categorize that. Did you ever show. meet them? I met them, yes. Yeah, I met them once. I remember we were doing something with Mr. Miyamoto when he That's was right. on. He was on that show. And, we, were, um, we were shepherding around we met them Mr. There, Miyamoto. Yeah. And I, I can't remember why this show ended. I think that it was it was completely unrelated to Nintendo Minute starting. You right. know, it wasn't because it wasn't like oh they started Nintendo Minute so we can just cancel the show now. It, I think the web team just moved on to different types of marketing. Yeah. You yeah. know, they did they did do uh, some other programming. There was on 3ds. There was that kind of snappy news. Yeah. Show yeah. with uh, I think Jesse was her name yep. that they did. So mm-hmm. I think they just maybe moved on. Just something else. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. again, these were really seen as like digital ads versus yeah. um, Nintendo Minute, which was really, um, you know, unscripted way right. for us to connect right. with the community. Um, <clears throat> ben E asks, what game did you pick up despite the generally negative reviews that you surprisingly loved? Ooh, good now, question. Now I have, so this game didn't get negative reviews, but I had a very negative perception of it okay. before I played, which is Pokemon Unite. Oh, yeah, because you didn't play any mobile games. I think that was a Pokemon Day announcement. We both were like, this game looks bad. I was like, this is shovelware. Yeah, Um, (laughs) there's no way we're playing this. Yeah. And then we broke that. And that was our our favorite game of the year. You were like, your game of the year? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or something? So I'm I'm very happy to eat crow, and I I was totally missed that one. Yeah. I will say that um, mine is Other M. (laughs) Don't come at me. Oh. Please. Yeah. I, I marginally worked on that game. Um, you worked on that game more than yeah. I did. I was like kind of on the sidelines, so I didn't really know exactly what was happening. I was, I'm a huge Metroid fan, so I was like, I'll play, I'll play any Metroid game. But when I saw like the really bad yeah. reviews, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I still, I still played it. I still beat that game. Yeah. I honestly still like that game. There was moments where it was a little cringe, but yeah, overall, that's I a, that's a good choice. I yeah. did not, it, it did not deter me um, away from playing the game. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah. And then on the flip side, were there any games you were looking forward to, but once you started playing, you were very disappointed? Oh, god! So this is like the inverse of that. I was thinking, so I, this is, you know, again, maybe extreme disappointment is too far for this, but mm-hmm. the, the latest um, Ratchet and Clank oh, PS5 game, that's right. I, I had really high game. hopes for, and I was just kind of like a little meh on it. I was like, this looks great, plays great, but it's just kind of another one of these. So Yeah, I was eh. never interested in that series, really. Um, but I remember you saying that it was a little bland. Yeah. Gosh, I don't can't really. You like everything? I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, but it takes two was one where it's like one of those like it won is... another game of the year award. It's a game of the year. And Dice, game. it won the game of yeah. the year. Dice. What is happening with this game? I don't know. So the, again, see there you go. Please maybe, tell us what we're maybe... missing. No, it but takes someone, two. Someone was like same thing happened to me. That yeah. story was a turn. So they skipped the story. But the gameplay are there is any okay. are there any proponents of the story out there? Yeah, we want to hear are from they? Them. Are there? Uh, um, Vincent four hundred four favorite PC franchises or favorite games you played first on PC? Well, you talked about World of Warcraft and yeah. Quake apparently. Quake, yeah, Diablo was first experience yeah. on PC, obviously. <clears throat> um, I was I feel like I played a lot of PC games when I was in college. It's a good place to do it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then I've since sort of moved away from yeah. PC gaming. Yeah, um, again, but, I. Yeah. Have- I am not a big PC gamer, but Diablo is, is the is series the I played the most. Yeah. Diablo 2, I played a ton of. I actually you did built do a computer for Diablo 2. Three. That was three. Oh, three. Okay. I did do Sorry. lane parties with Diablo 2. Yes. And then Diablo 3, you and I played through on PC and had a great yeah, time. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to 
I wish there was another game on PC that I can go back to. So there's like a suggestion that someone has. World of Warcraft, go back. Should I? I don't know. No, I can't. <laughs> I will be so deep in it. Oh, oh my right, gosh, right. it, would be, it would be dangerous. Dangerous. Um, uh, Charlie Lister says, hey guys, Charleston. loving the show so far. If you wanted to work in the industry again, what company do you think you'd work at the most, big or small? So I'm going to approach this a different way. Ah. Um, there was a small list of companies that I kept in the back of my mind where I was like, oh, you know, these are, I, I love working at Nintendo. This is, you know, the top of the top. But I would, you know, I would be open to someday working there. Is that the offer letter you have on the ground right there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so some of those were, I did have PlayStation on the list. I respect PlayStation quite a bit. Yes. Seems like a fun place to work. Some of our, uh, old Nintendo friends a lot of work people, yeah, there, are, there are a now. lot of people who go, go from, from one to yeah. the other. Um, Ubisoft was on my list. Ubisoft is on my list. Obviously, there, there have been some um, workplace issues with Ubisoft lately that okay. might um, change my mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, the other one I think is Capcom is just a company that yeah. I really like. have a tight connection to those yeah. games. I got kind of close with Capcom <clears throat> one time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, it could almost, have been you. Almost almost went there. All right. Could, could have been me. Could have been you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would have to play those Resident Evil games then. In VR. In like VR. I can't even close my eyes in VR. <laughs> oh my God. I would, <laughs> I would not. It would just be like me in the corner, like huddled. <laughs> um, I would love to work with an indie developer. Mm, like if I had a choice yeah. right now. Um, so by the way, I got an offer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, if I had a choice right now, I would want to work for Supergiant. That would be so uh, cool. They seem so cool. They're in San Francisco. Yeah. I love them. I should them. have thought of that one. And Greg is so cool. And I love Greg. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just think that that would be such a cool environment to work in where you are more hands-on yeah. with the games. Um, you know, working at Nintendo was amazing, uh, but we were very much like on the marketing right, side. Right, so right. while we had great access to our developers, like I, I wasn't like standing over Mr. Aonuma's shoulder while he like made Breath of the Wild, you know? So yeah, I feel yeah. like... If you worked at a, game, a place like Supergiant, you'd be able to do yeah. that. Which oh, that's would be a great so choice. cool. Um, uh, but yes. Next, I don't know how to say this one. Sasa Papa C. Sasa Papa Sasa Papak. Sasa Papak. What do you think is the biggest area Nintendo can improve on going into next generation? Online. Yes, <laughs> that's obviously one. I think you know we talked about how it's so hard to stay on top from one generation yeah. to the next. I think the key to that is like. Just don't take your foot off the gas. Yeah. Stay aggressive. You know, really, I would study what decisions were made and the things you did going... It's like the learn from history thing. Yeah, like, don't don't make the mistake of thinking, like, well, we did that last time, but we don't have to do that again, or we don't, we don't have to, to yeah. try that hard. You know, court, court some developer. It's like, no, you have to go for it every, every time. Every time. And it feels like that is the issue that so many companies have going from like PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3. It's like, yeah, we can we can charge $600 for this. We can tell people to get to get a second job because we got hot stuff. It's like, yeah, no. You, you become too arrogant. They don't love you that much. And then you yeah. lose your fan base. Yeah, yeah that's, totally. I think, the main thing. I do think Nintendo can listen to the community <clears throat> a little bit more. <clears throat> I know it's a really fine line, and it's like that thing where it's like, Nintendo is a business. They're in the business of selling video games. Yeah, yeah. So they can't listen to every everybody's right. comment. Right. Crowdsourcing and, a console. And, and crowdsource, exactly, a business, a business decision based on, you know, people's opinions. But, you know, the lifeblood of... Of all of this is the people playing these games, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being interested in the brand and wanting to support the company. So 
Nintendo sometimes can really be that like unreadable monolithic corporation. So I think it's, you know, it's tough to, um, to connect with people, um, as as a corporation sometimes. So they should, I think that would be great if they're able to like continue that relationship in some way, you know, and fix the online, please. Oh my gosh. 2022 people. Uh, (laughs) next question I think is directed at me from Tony Varela. Decided. I, I must have missed the first question, but he says oh. I decided to soften my question. What's Why your, you hate? Sonic? What's your favorite Sonic game? First question. I'll give that a very quick answer, which is the ones that I decided not to play. Those are my favorite ones. Oh, Moving on. It's getting spicy again. Oh, we have so many to go. From oh InDesign, the PS Vita again. We oh. were talking about this. Yeah, just, just celebrated the tenth anniversary of okay. its Western market release. Do either of you have an, any opinion on this cult handheld, or was it even on your radar during the 3DS years? Well, what do you go. think their intention was with the Vita? I own a Vita. Yes. Um, Hmm. So I think there were two things that were real issues with the Vita. One was there was very little first-party support on the games from Sony, which is like if you're going to put, you need to show people that you're supporting this. You have to like yeah, Yeah. give them the software. There was like that Uncharted game that was around the launch. That's right. But like compared to the PSP, like it did not have the first party support. And I think mm-hmm. developers at that time were like, oh, why would why, we, we do this? On this? Why would we can... stick our necks out if you're not going to? Right. The other thing that was happening around this time was there was real panic around mobile games, games on cell phones. That's right. We dealt with that. Yeah. That was one of the times I really did see people like freak out a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I remember we did, um, I don't think you went to this one. There was some like offsite for marketing people and they showed this video of like young, very young kids, maybe like three years old, like using an iPad uh-huh. and like really like perfect. And you could just feel like the, the audience tension. clench up of like, yeah. oh no. Oh no. They're yeah. never going to use a Nintendo console again. So that, was, that the was the narrative, you know, that we were facing with the 3DS and, you know, I'm sure they did with the Vita as well. Sony mm-hmm. did. Of just like nobody wants this anymore. People are just gonna play on their phone. The experience is completely the same, which yeah. ended up to be absolutely, absolutely not true at all. Wrong. Yeah. Thank goodness it was wrong because now you have all these things to play, and there's great you know games yeah, you can play on your phone games too. Games on phone, like right. on mobile, and games right. that you can play. But on that was and... a major narrative that yeah. was very hard to, to change people's what minds the, on. What people were gonna do like at that yeah. time because yeah. phone like. These phones were getting so powerful, like right. no one knew yeah. how the tide was going to turn. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, this game's free. Why would I pay money for this? Yeah. Well, I can play this game Candy for free. Candy Crush for like yeah, 20 exactly. million hours. Um, Ian says, this question is for Krista. Oh, yes. Do you play some of the Chinese-only game series? For example, Chinese Paladin, Sword and Fairy ser- series, or Shuan Yuan? How do, that, how do you pronounce this? Please help me. San Yuan. San Yuan. It's like three circles, probably. Okay. And hopefully that is what I you I should have let you read that. By that. How embarrassing for me. <laughs> um, have you, though? Ian. So I have not because, one, this is embarrassing, but I cannot read Chinese very well. Mm. Um, I came to the States when I was five, so I didn't really do a lot of schooling in China. Uh, so my, my literacy level is like of a child. Um, so I feel like the menus might be kind of hard for me. Um, but when I was in China last, which was like a couple years ago, before, before the pandemic, and... Um, I saw so many people playing, uh, they look like MOBA games yeah. on their phones. They look like yeah. kind of like, you know, League of Legends type of games, which maybe is one of the games you're talking about. Just like was overwhelmed by how popular gaming has gotten in China. Like they had like in every restaurant, there was like 
cell phone charging things at your table because people would yeah. just be like hanging out with their friends eating and playing these games on their phones together, which is crazy. So maybe I should check it out. I don't know. Yeah. So that's a long way of saying no. I said no in the beginning. <laughs> uh, Garrett. Jeez. Hullfish asks, since you'd already been making Nintendo Minute for a while at this point, did Nintendo approach you for any input when they started making Nintendo Directs? Uh, big fat no. <laughs> um, no, and in fact, like again, I ended up working on Nintendo Direct. That's another story to talk to tell in detail later yes. when I was working on Nintendo Directs. I didn't even know what it was. I would, I didn't. I don't think Nobody I knew, did. I don't think I knew when the first one came out. I was like, what is this? This mm-hmm. Reggie, you know, telling people. To play some game? (laughs) Telling people what's wrong with them? What's going on here? Um, But no. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Totally separate. But you worked on it separately, which is... After that first one. Very interesting. I got way too deep into that. Oh, Oh my God. You were like sucked into the Nintendo Direct like like funnel forever. Um, Uh, Jack Craig asks, what was it like to meet slash work with Miyamoto, Iwata, or any of the legendary Nintendo developers? Was it hard not to gush over them? It absolutely was. Yes, Yes. You have to be very professional. You know, like we would do things that had to be like, we sit in meetings with them and like brief them on stuff, like on- Serious business matters. Serious business matters. But in in your heart, you're just like screaming. but yes, I, I definitely remember meeting Mr. Miyamoto for the first time at E3, and it was like, just try not to be an idiot. <laughs> try not to <laughs> act like an idiot. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where as you get to know them more and work with them more, it gets a little bit better. You start to get to know them as people, which yeah. helps <laughs> to like not know them as like icons. Yeah. Um, and that helps a lot. And Again, they're just so incredibly awesome and like normal and humble and kind that it's just very easy to be very comfortable with them right away. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those things where, you know, Nintendo is comparatively a very small company mm-hmm. compared to what it does. Yeah. So you just, like going in, I've never thought like, well, I'll meet with Mr. Awada. That's just, of course, what's going to happen. I'd be like, no, no. Why, why would I ever have a reason to meet with him? Yeah. But I met with him a lot. A lot. And he was around a lot. And it was crazy. Yeah. So, like, that was absolutely one of the benefits of being in this small company. Is like, you mm-hmm. just had... So much access. You would be with them and do stuff with them. Yeah. And be like, why? And they would rely on you to yeah. do things because you were the only one that could do it. Right, so, it's right. like, so, there was no other, like, there was no, like, giant team of 20 people. It was like, you are doing yeah. PR for this. So, Very like, unique. Go meet with Mr. Water and, like, figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Very unique situation. Yeah. Uh, last question Captain from Alex. Captain Alex, who we have met uh, yes. before. Thanks for the Here question. Here is a tough one. You have to live in one video game world for the rest of your life, but you don't have any of the powers of the hero. You just have to live out your days as a civilian. <laughs> Which game world do you choose? That's a really good one. And I, I think he said no. Elden Ring. <laughs> you're like the merchant in no, Elden Ring. Kale. Oh, you're going to be Kale. No. Uh, no. Um, and he said no life sins like Animal no. Crossing. That would be cheating. Um, That's a tough one. Let's see. Maybe like Ezio's Assassin's Creed. I'll just live in Italy as like one of those people he throws money at. You want to live in... 1600 Italy? Why not? The plague and... I'll, be, the... I'll be like... I'll live as like a rich merchant or something <sighs> where I have like the nice estate. Okay. Or like one of the one of the characters that have like the, the beautiful like homes yeah. you know, in the vineyard or something like that. Okay. That was nice. It's not bad. Yeah. That could be all right. I'm thinking, some, I'm thinking something like, like a dragon quest maybe 
where I just have a very like simple life that where I'm like programmed to go and turn <laughs> two different ways as I like you're just, a like, crop or something. you're just like a little guy in like the village. Yeah, and I might have like one thing to say if you talk to me. Like, <laughs> weather sure is nice, isn't it? <laughs> that sounds nice, right? It's not bad. You said yeah. nothing will happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have the danger of being like taken down a, by like a Borgia or something like that. Yeah. The Medici's. The Medici's are gonna get, get you. Maybe I am the Medici. Oh, the Borgia Towers. Oh. Borgia. They're gonna get me. Um, good question. And that is the end that of the, the questions. That is the end of the questions. We got through all of them. Thank wow. you for your questions. Please keep sending your questions. Again, we will answer the Patreon questions. Whoa. How many times can I say questions? Questions, questions, questions. Coin, 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 coins. Um, yeah, that is the end of the show. Amazing. We did it. We did it. Uh, how fun to recount the yeah. Switch anniversary or the Switch launch on its anniversary and talk about all the cool take stuff. A memory, take a moment to reflect on that today. Yes, there's a lot. It be very fun. I'm sure that w you all have your personal good memories about that as well. Um, all right, time for the boring stuff. Don't forget to follow us on Patreon. Boring? Well, like things that we have to say every week. Not boring, all right. I guess. We need like a kit offended count to pop up. <laughs> I think we might be in the double you digits like break today. it. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like shorts. Uh, follow us on Patreon, please. Join the family. We would love to have you. Thank you so much if you've already joined. We absolutely appreciate and um, need your support. So thank you so much. Um, follow us on social. We are Kit and Krista on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. Hopefully you're following us on TikTok because we're doing, doing some, fun stuff some weird stuff there. We're getting weird. We're getting weird on TikTok. <laughs> so uh, go there for random stuff. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is hopefully where you're watching this video right now. Give this video a thumbs up, hit that notification bell, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think as usual. Your comments are very helpful, by the way. We are going to be... As usual. We read them all. We read them all. We're going to be taking a lot of suggestions that you've already made in your comments um, into this week's show. So hopefully um, it, it keeps getting better for you guys. And yeah, thank you so much for all of your great suggestions. Keep them coming. Uh, we'd love to hear it. And that's it. We did it. We did it. I almost said Nintendo Minutes over a minute. But... I knew it! <laughs> I'm not going to say it. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.